3: Thanks to BetterHelp for supporting FilmSack. For 10% off your first month, go to betterhelp.com/slash FilmSack and start living a better life
4: today. Given your situation, I can't say I fully understand your reasons for volunteering to operate on board my ship. However, if you wish to continue to do so, I must ask you to do one thing.
1: What's that, sir? To trust me.
3: Lipstick. (laughs) This is film sack.
0: (laughs) Oh, sure.
3: Welcome back to Film Sack. Sorry, I really like the lipstick guy. Uh, welcome back to Film Sack. This is Film Sack, mining very depths of film entertainment for all mankind. This is episode 527. What? I'm Scott Johnson, joined today by Brian. I bet Zion smells like socks soaked in pee and pit drippings a Duna- bit. done away. Sorry, wrong Brian. Uh,
1: what?
0: How did, how did you know about the pee and drippings? Oh, hi. Zion. It is true what many of you have heard. We do live in an abandoned industrialized cave under the earth to hide from the sentient machines above who wish to control us. Also, it is true, it is very hot in this cave. Do with all the machines producing water, something I don't really understand how it works, or the other machines that take the pee-pee away. Not sure how that works either. Okay, I see I'm starting to lose some of you on the pee-pee thing. Alright, back to Crap. It is hot in part. Because of all the horniness. Or perhaps the horniness is because it is hot. I don't know. Here, let me unbutton my shirt. Wait. This shirt has no buttons because it's not really a shirt but more of a nipple teaser. Have you ever had someone finger portholes? These are the great mysteries of existence. Speaking of mysteries, I would now like to introduce Randy, another name for horny, who is going to lay out his plan of attack against the machines that involves a flying motorcycle, a guard shack, and a skin-tight rubber onesie he is pretty sure that he can stick the landing in. <laughs> I find the idea implausible, but not impossible. Also, 20% off the sunglasses hut near the source. If you use the code MORE visit checkout. Randy?
3: <laughs> uh, nicely done. That, that weird cutout thing happened twice to you during that,
0: but it wasn't too bad. Uh-huh. It was all right. And you know what? I recorded it locally just in case oh. you did that.
1: Great. Hmm. Fantastic. Hmm. I
0: can't wait to do some editing later. Hmm. Wee! <laughs> you, can, you can download it on my website. And <clears throat> use Morpheus at checkout.
3: All right, moving on. Also with us, Randy. He's not here to find out if he says yes to candy, but to find out why he already chose the candy, Jordan.
4: Aloha, Scott, Brian, Brian. Hi. And thank you all for coming to the Conway, Arkansas, Hilton Garden Inn and Suites on this dreary Thursday morning to hear all about my new book, How to Fight the Sentient Machine Rule Over Earth if you survive the initial apocalyptic takeover, which you won't. In my book, you're going to learn all about my three simple steps for pushing back against Skynet, or whatever it calls itself when it emerges. Number one, Scorch the Skies cutting off the machine's access to practically unlimited solar power won't mean much considering the availability of nuclear fission for power but it sure does sound badass just say it with me scorch the skies yeah I don't know either number two set up camp in Carlsbad Caverns now I know what you're thinking but how can we hide in a place where there's a driveway tunnel big enough to fly a terrestrial spaceship in and out Trust me, the machines won't be that smart. To get to you, they're going to have to dig their own tunnel like chumps. Number three. Every Saturday night, gather all of humanity and hold one of them big orgy rave dance parties. Turn that Carlsbad caverns into a discotheque and get everybody pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> nice. And play the
3: best fluke song ever written. Uh, all right, mm. moving on, finally, to uh, Brian. He's called the M- Merovingian Ibit.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I am, it's true. Hello, Zion. It's your boy, Morpheus, here to kick off Cave Coachella with news. Six months ago, Neo, Trinity, and I took on the Matrix. We defeated the agents and started our mission to wake up the world by making them all collectively take the blue pill. And we couldn't have done it without your support. Give yourselves a big round of applause, everybody. (laughs) Now, uh, first up, I know you all like my sunglasses. They're weird, right? Just the lenses and the bridge sitting on my nose, nothing on my ears to hold them up. Well, I've got some good news for you. Look under your seats. You're getting a pair, and you're getting a pair. You're all getting a pair of weird sunglasses. (laughs) Next, I know you're all wanting to see Neo up here. I get it. He's a stud. But his girlfriend, Trinity, was all like, I know there's a big party happening downstairs in the cave, but I want you to spend some time with me. Anyway, he really wishes he could be here, but apparently hoes before bros. (laughs) Lastly, I've got some bad news. The machines have found us and they're heading towards us. They should be here in about 72 hours, but we're going to spend the first several hours of that with a sweaty wet t-shirt contest and a kick-ass ray featuring the music of Stomp. (laughs)
1: nice
3: nice yeah the most uh probably the iconic uh uh scene of reloaded probably the Zion thing so yeah so I
4: I personally saw reloaded uh when it when it premiered like I saw it the night it opened Mm -hmm. and I Mm -hmm. stood I stood in a huge line to buy tickets and everything and but I haven't seen it since then yeah. And so I actually sat down, I was like, I'm going to write out what I think is in this movie. <laughs> and I only came up with two things that I could clearly remember. Like, that I know that's in this movie, right? And the rave wasn't one of them. I actually thought the rave was in the third movie. Oh. Uh, uh, you know, like, like I, I could remember that Nero, uh, Nero, Nero, <laughs> our hero, our hero Neo <laughs> yeah. had discovered the power of flight in the matrix that's important like jesus mm-hmm. the, the distinction between the real world and the matrix drives me crazy yeah but yeah. neo had discovered flight and i remembered that trinity uh dies and neo has uh, resurrection abilities which removes all the stakes from the movie right yeah. Yeah. and like that's, I remembered those really, really clearly. Neo's and she's going to die and Neo's going to bring her back to life.
3: Yeah. He's going to, he's going to jam yeah, his I, hand. I had a
2: it, similar, yeah. similar thing for me. And and it's funny because I thought there was so much of this stuff that I was like, Oh yeah, the architect, we don't see him until the third movie. Mm-hmm. The, um, uh, the big fight with a bunch of agent Smiths. I think that was in the third movie. Like so much of the stuff that I could have sworn was in the third movie is in this one. So apparently I don't even remember what was in the third movie. There's nothing that I could tell you if you said, "Hey, Brian, what happens in the third movie?" Yeah, you, I wouldn't be able to. Uh, that big car chase—I would have told you was in the. Uh, you can. The third you can movie.
0: totally be forgiven because this was a uh, you know a four-hour epic movie that was split into two that was released in the same year. So I mean, mm-hmm. you can definitely mm-hmm. be forgiven, and this doesn't really have an ending as much as it's like we'll be back. Yeah, yeah. Which, yeah. which we're okay with,
4: I think. Yeah, uh, like if you if you watch enough uh, serialized movies, you better be okay. With the middle part not having a solid ending.
3: Yeah, well, the the third one, my only memory of the third one, and I thought again part of that was in this one, and they were filmed back to back, so you know it's easy to push mm-hmm. them together. But uh, was the mechs shooting at all the the squid robots thing? There's a whole scene mm-hmm. of like a massive battle between mechs in the in Zion, and then these and those squid monster things coming after him. And I thought, well, is that in here? Because the, oh, there's a mech. Okay, I'll bet it's in this one. No, nope, mm-hmm. it's. I'm, I'm waiting for the mm-hmm. next one.
4: Yeah, thanks. Thanks to Matrix Two for showing off these this incredible technology. <laughs> technology these humans should not have. There's no way that that that's- that level of humanity could build right. those like huge chains and gears and so on. Where's their Where's their forge? So like that's the, they that's have the-
0: a, yeah. That's the question, Randy. So I didn't research anything before the show because I wanted to, I didn't want to get hung up in the matrix theories. I didn't want to get into the matrix of the matrix, but, <laughs> uh, but, but by the end of this movie, I'm like, Oh, okay. Yeah, I kind of forgot. Neo is not really, uh, he's, he's human, but he's been reprogrammed. I'm assuming like, uh, Smith was able to reprogram somebody. So I'm like, okay, I get that. And they made sure to point out that they didn't understand how the machinery worked. And I was like, Oh, I thought he meant that somebody else did the job. Does he mean that it just works? Well, the machines have obviously put you in another matrix. You yeah. morons. Yeah. Oh, you know, duh.
3: Yeah. I didn't, I wasn't yeah. even picking up on that. That's a really good point. I, I mean, the, the, the conceit here, here's the, here's the weird thing about this viewing of this movie. I remember not liking it at all. When I saw it the first time, saw it in theaters, just like you guys. And I remember thinking, oh, that's not as good as the first one. Boy, oh, boy, I hope this third one picks up. And uh, and the third one, is, by all accounts, does not. However, what I – I must have changed during this time because what I really (laughs) liked the most about this one was the long exposition period of hanging out with the architect. I loved that. Like that world building and talking about layer upon layer and you're the sixth of many and this has all come before and it's all going to happen again and that kind of business is is really my super jam these days. I think back then I was like this, I hate this, with this. I,
4: yeah, I mean I hate I hate I, ag- I agree and I disagree. This movie is better than I gave it credit for, like than I better than I thought. It's much better than I, I thought it was going to be. I agree. It's mm-hmm. better than I thought too. But at the same time, I came away from this view and going, did we really need all of these mini boss discussions? Like we're going to we're going to have the meet up with the oracle we're going to have the meet up with the merovingian we're going to have the meet up with the architect i'm like i'm falling asleep just re- recalling it you know because yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's like yeah it's like that should be in a movie that's so action-packed though those moments those should be much more interesting than they are like I ultimately like I didn't care about the Merovingians take on things because I couldn't figure out a way to relate it to the overall point like the point is you're you're inside this huge simulation and we're all programs and the Merovingian is a program and now like I just didn't care he's. Mm -hmm. He's hitting on a lady at another table. I don't care. Like it's it was, it was just really hard for me because, like that meetup with the oracle could have been incredible, and instead they just play some word games and they mm-hmm. and he goes on, you know. Yeah, but yeah. I, I yeah. for
3: whatever reason that stuff worked more for me this time. I don't disagree with you overall. Like it, it is just a bunch of setups with a mini boss right before each one and or after. You know, you got to fight the twins mm-hmm. after you talk to Frenchie and all that. But I, I really <laughs> got into them world building like just getting it pulling the camera out a bit and going all right what is this damn thing and why do the machines care and oh there's machines within the machines that are rebelling against the machines that's interesting and like that stuff got me this time way way more than i expected Oh, and it's, before we get a bunch of emails asking, Brian Ibbett's in a hotel and he's got a oh. this is why he sounds different. Okay, I'm just I, I forgot yeah. to mention that earlier. I know this feels like a weird dis- non-sequitur. I'm just I just want to get it out of the way
2: early. <laughs> have, I'm, in, have, I'm in the matrix. You yes, we, <laughs> we
4: have him on location in Carlsbad Caverns right now. <laughs> That's right exactly.
2: <laughs> um, you know, it's funny because we talked about movies where it feels like they have a bunch of action sequences that they want to do. Um, but they have to figure out, all right, how are we going to connect these? We need to come up with these plot points to kind of make these action sequences make sense. And I'd even argue that that a lot of that, like the first Matrix was a lot of that. I think they said, oh, we really want to have this really cool fight in the building lobby. And we really want to have this other thing in a in a dojo. How do we make those make sense in a uh, from a story point of view? Matrix Reloaded feels like the opposite. It's like they said, oh, this is great. We've got all these great story points about... The matrix and what is reality and what is um you know what is choice versus what is pre-planned and destiny and that sort of thing but shoot we really need some action sequences so let's have a thousand agent smiths come out after he has his oracle <laughs> yeah. talk and let's you know let's uh do this unnecessary fight to meet the um uh the maro vingian yeah Mar- the- Ma- <laughs> You well, know, and, and,
4: and then and then another fight immediately afterwards, but to meet the keymaker, right? Like, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. We well, got You got to
0: break up the. You got to break up the long exposition with the fighting. That's 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 all this was. It was exposition, fighting. Yeah. Which is so. very much a middle chapter
3: kind of effort. But what I didn't, what you don't expect with a middle chapter, well, maybe you do with things like Empire Strikes Back, with the battle on Hoth, is one of the great moments in Star Star Wars. So in this case one of the great matrix things of all time is that freeway fight
1: Yeah, um, yeah.
3: and that holds up that's a great sequence it there's, does. there's some problems yeah. you know I mean the, the the movie is definitely a hey it's 2002 and 3 and we're sort of we sort of get the CGI going but we're not great at it yet and everything looks <laughs> a little cartoony I thought, it,
0: I, I thought it was way better than it was going to be I was like oh I don't look forward to this I remember there was like huge swaths of complete CGI screens but it's, it's pretty I, good I, okay so the reason why it works for me is like the most of the really uh, intense special effect stuff was all taking place inside the Matrix. And I'm like, OK, I'm already accepting uh, that this is all just a program anyway. So I'm OK that it doesn't yeah. look. That's a good way. To, that's
3: actually a really good way to look at it. The, the only problem I would have with that is the big giant multiple Smiths fight uh, is actually pretty good for a bit. It's amazing. But yeah. Then it starts to then it starts to go. Oh, okay, now well now we have to video game the entire thing because there's too many Smiths, and also he's got a thing that would be way too heavy
0: for Keanu Reeves to wield, and so now it all has <laughs> to big be. Pipe. Yeah, yeah it, it all has to look yeah, you like could, Spider-Man You could tell Man it was. One, you could you know. tell it was uh, you know uh, made out of you know wrapped. It was or just or wrapped. wrapped yeah, it was yeah. wrapped materials. It was. It wasn't how we do it today.
3: No, mm-hmm. no, but mm-hmm. but uh, like it, it. It's ambitious in a way that I ha- I kind of respect because. Nobody oh, yeah. done anything quite like that, and 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 came close to pulling it off the way that they did. Um, it but it good? was a rough time. This was remember when Spider-Man one and two came out; they kind of looked bad. Yeah, you know, when yeah. he was swinging yeah. around, he looked like a a bad render. The physics weren't right. That's kind of yeah. what this is. And and it, so part of me is like, oh, that didn't hold up. And then part of me is like. Yeah, but imagine committing to that and then going for it. Like that's a hard mm-hmm. scene to do no here's, matter what, even today. Here's mm-hmm.
4: what what blew my mind in terms of things holding up is that the massive major action sequence in this in this movie which is way too long. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that it mm-hmm. that it keys on What's basically a car chase, a real simple car chase at that, because it's just on one road. There's not like all, all of the greatest car chases in movie history are like in Paris and they go around all sorts of interesting things, right? Yeah. Right. And this is just back like, streets. This is like one big long straight highway. Right. And uh, the cars in this car chase are uh, a 2003 Cadillac CTS. That's the main car, the yeah. car that gets every possible uh, surface except, covered in bullet holes <laughs> except
0: for the characters never get it yeah. 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 Yeah.
4: yeah and then uh they're fighting the agents are in a cadillac escalade right yeah, yeah. And, th- and those were brand new models yeah. in in when this movie was made
3: gm donations by the way according to the trivia it was uh 30 let's
4: see 300
2: 300, 300 cars, cars donated by GM yeah all yeah, 300 yeah. wrecked
4: by the end they said but yeah Randy's
2: right <laughs> these are and all things. The, and
4: the other memorable thing in all of that is uh, trinity trinity jumps onto a moving ducati store oh, yeah, and cool. yeah. and then rides off on a on a ducati 996 all that's, of those. that's
2: not how they. That's not how they transport motorcycles, is it? Like, oh yeah,
4: uh, with the with the with the the fuel tank gassed up, ready to go. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly it is. how. They,
2: I also don't like vertical, line. like all in a line, like like. Remember,
4: uh, remember though, this is in the Matrix, so right, right, right? <laughs> right? Yeah, like, everything This, this is okay, computer yeah. logic. It's yeah. like how would you yeah. do it? I don't know. But that's right. a, <laughs> that's the other thing I liked My,
3: about that scene, real quick, Randy. I don't want to interrupt, but uh, the scene itself uh, is set in this thing called Mega City, which hmm. is in the Matrix, which the people living in it just think is the city right but mm-hmm. we know it because we're seeing it as this thing it's way too big it's like 12 los angeles is all stacked together it's so big right. uh, i love that i love that concept that the regular old people driving trucks and cars and going to work and doing their commute or whatever they just think it's the city we see it and we're like holy shit that's like the biggest city in the history of the universe i love
1: that right. anyway mm-hmm. sorry go on
4: my, continue. my point was. That, that Cadillac CTS has no business still looking good. I thought, I'm going to watch this. I'm going to be taken back in time and go, oh, man, look at the old cars from the early 2000s. Nope. Mm-hmm. It looks great. Yeah. The motorcycles looked gr- look great in 2021 yeah. and that blows my mind yeah. because every other great car chase i can think of including my favorite is the island which we watched on film SAC. yeah the the cars are aging rapidly when you go back and look at them you know yeah. not this one yeah. this looks fine
3: hats off to gm for having a little hold up there with their cars that's cool but yeah, yeah. like uh it's it's a it's a scene that re- i think really holds up and it's not just a I don't know like a i was worried it would feel like a relic or it wouldn't you know, it feels totally removed from the rest of the movie, or whatever I was thinking, because I was so impressed with it back in the day. And I was still very impressed with it. Sure, I can see the green screens and I can see some of the crappy human animation that they made for some of the CG and whatever, but it's really well edited and shot and it's just i wanted that to be the movie at one point i was like man can, just keep staying on this freeway forever it's really cool
4: can, can i name one more car in that whole thing i just oh i was so excited uh niobe shows up to save the day oh, yeah, right yeah. and she's driving a 1967 firebird and that is yes. oh man that car and and uh, uh, it's in the matrix so it's like black like everything else and i was just like man i wish they'd they'd chosen some other color like there were some great colors on that car and because you you can't really see it you don't really get to make out how beautiful that car is and then of course they put it in front of a truck and smash
2: it all to hell oh man that was my other
3: memories that she was in this more that will smith uh mrs will smith was in this movie way way more than she was i thought she was Mm -hmm. a big bigger part of it and maybe that's because she's more in three i don't i don't know
2: oh maybe yeah. yeah
3: cuz she i just feel like she had a bigger a bigger role than she ended up having here but right uh my i would uh, like to report to the world that Carrie Ann Moss continues to be a crush of mine uh still like her a wow.
2: lot
3: yeah i don't know Ooh. what's going on there but uh she's uh she's
0: <laughs> i still... don't know what's going on there but uh my loins are on fire <laughs> mhm uh, it, it, it moved uh, i don't know what that's about Very weird <laughs> it moved terry <laughs> yeah it's
2: uh she just is yeah, awesome yeah she's kind of like a hot ant yeah me. nah, yeah, kind of no i
3: mean not your own aunt maybe but somebody else's aunt somebody else's aunt yeah, yeah. someone of your friends you, know the, you go to their house yeah, this,
4: you're like, oh, her. one of the <laughs> one of my problems with this movie is that it takes uh it takes a, a, an entirely returning cast except the people who the characters who died in the first one right. it takes this entirely returning cast and then doubles it and triples it with all too many people way too many people but the wachowskis are really good putting people into their movie that look really good. You know, like just right. like Monica Bellucci is in this movie and uh, uh uh that you know like just like the the new pilot of the ship is married to um Marvin Gaye's daughter and she's incredible looking. Oh, is that, and, who like, that is? Okay. Mm. Yeah. Mm.
2: I didn't know and that. Her and her sister so is uh, from uh, Serenity and Firefly, uh, Zoe. Oh, right, yeah.
4: Zoe. Yeah. And it's like everybody they cast who got a little screen time is just so good looking. And that's how you know, by the way, that the the kid is not going to is not going to be like fighting in the Matrix anytime soon because he's kind of ugly. Yeah. Nice. Nice. You're not wrong.
2: I thought um, I just uh, watched. So watched this yesterday and then on the flight over here to California, I watched the first Matrix and um, didn't I know Dozer Died, trying to save everybody at the end. But did, I thought Tank was stolen. Ah, so, so
3: here's this fun story. So apparently, yeah. uh, the story goes that Tank, who did survive, mm-hmm. you're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, did uh, was a what the actor is a psycho and apparently was like stalking various people on the set and was like really really <laughs> oh, annoying one of those guys. Yeah, so they had to write him out. And Link is basically an excuse to say, well, you know, he's he's connected to those guys, and so here is Link. Here, here is Michael from yeah, Lost. Yeah. He can do it. And by the way, yeah, exactly, he's a pretty good actor in this. I think he's maybe one of the more. Um, I mean, he's meant to be more down to earth than everybody else. Uh, yeah, Morpheus is constantly going. Yes, and then the thing, and I'm not using consonants, and I, I won't use any uh, abbreviations. <laughs>
2: Contractions. Yeah, yeah that's right. the that
3: word I meant. And, <clears throat> and everyone else is a little bit too self-serious, but right. Link is at least kind of like us and sort of, you know, just going for it.
2: And I thought he was great. Link, I, Link, feels, Link uh, treats this like, yeah, it's a job. I got I gotta pilot, the Nebuchadnezzar. Yeah. It's a job.
3: Yeah, and he's very yeah, – right. I think he's
4: good, Mike. I can't think of his really. Uh, so just to, just to, uh, one more thing about Tank. Uh, that's an actor named Marcus Chong. Mm-hmm. And he's a former child actor, and uh, you know, like he, as a kid, he was in Little House on the Prairie, and he was uh, in Roots: The Next Generations, and so he apparently had all kinds of child actor
0: problems
4: uh, oh, when he was okay. an adult. And Wait. just kind of, huh?
0: yeah. I got a question. Yeah, yeah. did you say that was a Roots: Next Generations? <laughs>
4: yes, yes. That's, all right. That's a, there well, was so you're telling me there a was Roots a
0: sequel. Yeah. There was there was Roots that had LeVar Burton, and then he went on to be in Star Trek: The Next Generation. Yeah. Did he come back for Roots: Generation? Because that <laughs> no. would feel weird.
2: That would feel oh. weird. Why don't they right. just call it Roots? Deeper, yeah. Yeah, like no deeper, roots. Deep, deeper
0: roots. Oh my god!
2: By the, by <laughs> the way, it's,
4: it's actually shallower. You're going the other direction. Oh, that's
2: true. Yes, the next generation. <laughs> yeah. For the for Maybe. the
3: record, that was uh, 1979. That TV miniseries came out, and I didn't know that existed
4: mm-hmm. until today either. So yeah thank you for the uh it's got anyway
0: that that, the tank was
5: marcus
4: chong and he basically got run out of hollywood he uh or himself out or whatever however you want to look at it he he burned a bunch of bridges and and stopped working
3: yeah it was a big mess i guess so it was it was infamous at the time i remember hearing about it and then the new movie came out we're like wait where's that guy oh no wonder he's not there he's he was a problem so link link is your man link link will save the princess finally uh
4: if, mm. and chance. what a just a, what a fantastic mm. actor and character like the instant I saw a link I'm like I want to know more about this guy yeah, he's great I mm-hmm.
3: like that dude in general he's great in yeah. um you ever see the uh if you ever see the 2007 uh sequel to uh the uh, 28 days later 28 weeks later I think the superior film I know I get in a lot of trouble for that but he's great in that too he's real good <laughs> Yeah, and he's been it's busy he's in, is, uh, he, he's in all kinds of yet- shit you know, like mm-hmm, all mm-hmm. kinds of other projects and TV shows and things I haven't been watching lately, but still he's around, you know?
4: So anyway, there's, there's something Harold Perrineau is in that I've seen a hundred times and I just can't put my finger on it.
3: Mm. I the, don't know what mm-hmm. it is,
4: but I know he is in something I've seen a hundred times.
3: You're not thinking of lost, right? You're thinking, uh,
4: well, yeah, he was in lost and that, that Walt. may be, <laughs> Walt. That, that may be, uh, that may be like messing with my memory, right? Yeah. Probably so. The Walt Walt was the
3: Carl of uh, the early 2000s. It was like uh, <laughs> <laughs> Walking Dead Carl. Um, I'm looking. You know what's weird about the credits for this movie? I don't. I don't know why it's this way, but the IMDb web version, anyway. I can't speak to mobile. It's in but,
4: alphabetical order by last name.
3: Oh, that's why. Because this thing is all over the effing place. It's just mm. like Link is not till way down on the list. Uh, you normally he should be in like the top ten. He's nowhere near it. Uh, Keanu Reeves is obviously way down the list. Like it's it's effed up. I don't Mm -hmm. don't know. I don't know why that bugs me. It shouldn't bug me. Now that I know it, I can just go oh alphabetic I'll scroll down. But I'm Mm -hmm. still annoyed by it. These people were like, like Carrie Ann Moss shouldn't be below Nathaniel Lee's Peter Lamb, David killed like people I don't know. (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like come on. Like the number one, (laughs) the number one cast member is Ray Anthony, the power station guard. He doesn't even have a line. (laughs) Okay, that's effed up, man. That's effed up. Anyway, whatever. It's not that important of a of a thing. Uh, okay. Well, let's get to some of this trivia. Uh, Sean Connery was supposed to be the architect. He turned it down. He said, "I I can't talk that long." He says, <laughs> <laughs> He says he couldn't understand the concept of the movie. Uh, yeah. He well, said, no one can. That's I mean, yeah. come on.
1: Yeah. I'm
2: with you, Sean Connery. But
4: <laughs> yeah, I don't understand it.
3: He, I mean, all he had to do is read lines, though. It's not like he has to totally understand everything yeah. just read lines yeah. um, the
2: six before you look behind you there's a bunch of monitors with a bunch of <laughs> neons all over them flipping me
1: off Here.
4: i'm glad i'm glad the architect was that i had another connection to cuz like that that really helped me sort of like listen to what he was saying like if it had been patrick stewart i would have mm. just been thinking about Picard, yeah. right? i that, think you're yeah, right
3: yeah because it ends up being a stunt cast and you don't you're not thinking at all about what they're saying i was already that's already hard because it's very heady and out there and you know you really need to pay attention to what he's saying and if it's somebody super familiar like connery or stewart or somebody you would be like what oh i'm sorry he's he's saying something important but all i can pay attention to here is the cards in this movie mm-hmm. so you're totally right um he said that, by the way, Connery mentioned that in his interview for the Leave Extraordinary Gentleman DVD commentary, which was his last and final film of 2003 as well. So uh, this would have been his probably had he been in this might have been his last role was a was a Matrix. Film. Yeah. 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 No, interesting. I like the guy they chose, though. He's cool. I don't mm-hmm. I don't have a connection to him anywhere else except he has a cool voice. And this time I listened. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I actually got something out of it, you know more than
2: more yeah than, you know, know that was something also right because in the theater seeing this i remember just being so bored by the time we finally get to the um the architect of the film was really just driving me nuts um but this yeah. time yeah it, it was paying more attention to what he was saying and, and paying more attention to the exposition in general Um yeah.
3: and it weirdly they, has me excited to see the third one And I Mm -hmm. didn't expect to feel Mm -hmm. that way because it is arguably, well, everyone, everyone generally believes the third one is the biggest problem. Like it's the biggest mess.
0: Um, Yeah. But I still, we got to wrap everything up. It's always the hardest one. Yeah.
1: Okay. Get home. Yeah. Yeah. All
4: right. So here's what I I thought about the entire time. And I'm still, (laughs) I thought I woke up thinking about this this morning. (laughs) Yeah. Why is this so different than say the empire strikes back?
3: And in what way, what do you mean? Like uh, tonally
4: or or is it a middle piece or what do you mean? Structurally, like the structure of this film, you sit down to write Mm -hmm. a movie that needs to stand as a sequel to a complete story. Right. 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 So like star Wars, a new hope, complete story, beginning, middle, end. And you, you, you're like, okay, so how do I, you know, how do I make something that's even better? Well, and there's a lot of examples of this, but the empire strikes back was on my mind because it's about as simple as you can go. Right. Right. You, you tell a continuation of the story. You don't let the good guys win. In fact, you sort of mangle your good guys to a point (laughs) that the audience is almost going to wonder if they can possibly win in the future. And, you do a lot of uh, focus on relationships. Like who are these people in, in relation to each other? Right. Because you, uh, you, you, even though the, a new hope is a complete story uh, there, you can ask and answer all kinds of questions. Like what is the force? Right. Like there's Mm -hmm. all sorts of things. Like how do these people get around? You know, like, are there human cities? Mm -hmm. Yes. We're going to show you one and this kind of thing. And, uh, that, you know, so like, I'm not saying the Empire Strikes Back is a miracle. I'm saying it's like, it's like as basic as I can imagine you pulling off this thing, this sequel, and it's really, really good. And it yeah. gives, you know, like, it's very, like, it's also entertaining. So it's like, like, I'm just like, what are the Wachowskis thinking here? Like, right. Are they trying really hard to not do that? Like they're they're literally <laughs> thinking, well, okay, we can't do anything that somebody's done before to make a successful right. sequel. Well, mm-hmm. you might not be successful if you go down that path, right?
0: Yeah. Well, you know what works for Star Wars and the whole series, and Empire Strikes Back included is is that it's a, a space opera, it is it is all about family and those relationships, and we have this these turns, and in this one it just it is to ask you to like. Uh, think really hard and then turn your brain off while we fight and then mm-hmm. think really hard. And they don't really work on any relationships other mm-hmm. than the sexuality of the relationship or, you know, or the, the difference, the difference of, uh, of motivation. It's, it's by, very,
4: by the way, was anybody else uh, concerned when they get to the caverns and Trinity really wants to have sex with Neo? And then you find out later, oh, wait, they have a private bedroom on the ship. On yeah, the Nebuchadnezzar, yeah. they've been having
0: sex all along. What's the deal? It's, it is horny mm-hmm. town down in, in Zion. I oh, can't. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's horny are, town all
3: that, 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 that whole place is <laughs> DTF, man, They're
2: 24 hours Yeah. <laughs> totally. back, back to the Empire Strikes Back comparison, though. There's another aspect of it that I think uh, Empire Strikes Back and the whole Star Wars, that initial trilogy gets right, is that the the Force and, and its extents, what you can do and what you can't do with the Force, seems pretty well yeah, established and clear. And yeah, they follow those good. rules really well. Yeah. With uh, The Matrix oh okay so now agent smith can just pretty much go possess anybody uh that he yeah. thinks of and, and get in all these other places that way and oh, now we can get into zion because of that yeah you know there's all of these things like oh well if you could do that why not just you know take over uh eight cars surrounding the car that's trying to get away and just box them in yeah and, right. and stop them that way or you know there's there's a lot of there's no the,
0: there's yeah the, well there's no limitations right there's no i limitations. mean yeah the only limitations you have is in your own imagination
2: right There's rules when there has to be for a plot point
0: but right. yeah
2: but that's
3: it you're describing that thing we always talk about haunted house rules they just are all yeah. over the place yeah. and and that's why i dislike them compared to other horror movies or other supernatural stories because those at least have rules they seem to adhere to yeah and this doesn't mm-hmm. adhere to any of those in fact they even neo doesn't and that can be used as a really important plot point of all right, suddenly Neo can stop those robots outside of the Matrix with a yeah. force move. Now, mm-hmm. if he can do that, fine. That's an interesting th- way of saying, well, maybe the sixth iteration of Neo, the sixth anomaly is different. Maybe this, right. this one is the one that can bridge the two worlds and take but, what he can do in the Matrix outside of the Matrix. And if that's the case, that's a giant turning point. The problem is, I don't think they did a very good job of making that feel like a turning point. You know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. if if that's what happens i don't actually remember what happens in three so they had just
4: they had just had him do necromancy in the matrix like that was the big reveal i think that's supposed to be like oh my god he's so powerful he's incredible they had just before that they had just had him uh fly faster than the speed of sound or whatever like he's like you know what i mean like it's Mm -hmm. enough you you got Mm -hmm. me You don't need to come outside of the Matrix (laughs) into
0: the real world and he has superpowers there too. Yeah, I mean I would prefer to. Yeah. Well, they're they're setting up part three because he's got to be able to take down basically the the thing that created him and actually break the cycle of repeating this groundhog day that Neo is existing existing in. So they had to bring it outside the Matrix. Because there's no way just a human there's no way a human could beat the matrix
3: don't you think brian though okay that's a that's an excellent point but don't you think that it would be this this seems better to me that he's just so good in the matrix and he finally figures out a way to change the cycle within it that that's enough to you know let the outside have its fight its little mech war its little whatever it's going to have in three uh but let's have him jack back in and and solve it within not without right i would prefer right. it, that you know, like but, that.
0: but then st- but still, you're you still have the problem of everybody's most of the population is still asleep and they're dependent upon the machines. And, you know, I mean, you could you could be in control, but then you're just another you're just another God. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, you, but what, what the whole story is about is allowing people to make their choices or that struggle to get there.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And the choice. In my thing, opinion. Finally, the choice thing finally made sense to me because I listened to the architect this time. <laughs> Um, right. <laughs> and now I understand the whole point of that. And I don't mind, like Randy's right about this, like in the matrix, you, you, you saved Trinity and you did it via the matrix. Yes. In real life, she would have died in there because that's how the matrix works. Those are, those are those plot point rules. Ra- uh, Brian mentioned they exist, you know, like, Oh, if you die in the matrix, you die in real life. Okay. We've established that in the first movie. So he's figured out a way to circumvent that within the construct of the matrix, which is where he wields power outside of that. He just shouldn't wield any. I mean, he should wield the respect and the whatever of the people around him because of what he's doing in the Matrix. But it it does kind of ruin things that he can take it out of it.
4: And, and also mm-hmm. the real world should have a, a really strict rule set, too. And that's what that's what we're complaining about. The the real world is what the viewer is going to be more interested in at some point. Like once you in the first movie, you spend the whole movie being really interested in what's going on in the matrix, right? You can do Kung Fu. That's really interesting. But then if you're going to, if you're going to take the, you know, the whole story up a level, then you, you're going to make the matrix kind of boring and we're going to be, we're going to shift our interests. And that like the real world here is depicted, I don't know it's just not like it isn't fully fleshed out it's a cave full of people right. and some ships that fly out to an area where these uh octopus robots are flying around and that's it that's the whole real world um I need <laughs> I need more I need a lot more I need to mm-hmm. like and I realize like Terminator really struggled with this for a long mm-hmm. time but I need you to show me all of it and how it works let's go well, that's what these, all. these two movies yeah. are
3: supposed to be that the two final films are supposed to be you finally seeing underneath the hood, and I think that's kind of where the series goes wrong. Not that it can't be done, but it just wasn't done as well as it could be. And I think part of that is like, oh, well, now the mystique's gone. Now we know what Zion is, and really, Zion's like a big clockwork city that is impossible. Like, like what? What, <laughs> right. what even is this place? Right. Whereas
0: before, we didn't know anything. It was just the Nebuchadnezzar. I like and, that, You know, I like that Zion has its own matrix that they've used. I I wanted to dig deeper into that.
3: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I don't mm-hmm. think three does. I don't think it messes with it much.
0: Right, um, it's like oh about
3: the, uh,
2: the the Animatrix. It's I, I remember getting that on oh, DVD yeah, yeah. back in the day and watching it, and um, I loved it. I think I only watched it once. I need to go back and because yeah, it's too. all these little separate stories about the Matrix. They're so right? good. Yeah, yeah. And,
4: but let's be real clear: the Animatrix is a clever name. That's what the animatrix is. <laughs> it's also, but they're
3: all. It's also really good. They have the the when the robots took over sequence. They've got one. Okay, the the young kid who. It, by the way, is our is this, this week? Grab a bucket. He's right? the young kid who wants mm-hmm. to be a part of everything and somehow he's just disappeared. I'm sure he's
1: Come on, yeah. guys,
0: I want to go too. Hey, guys. Well, he's, yeah. the stuff.
4: he's the he's the trope of the disrupting the assassin. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, he yeah. totally did. That movie would have ended right
3: there. Forget about your two hour running time. We'd have been like an hour and ten minutes. Um but he he uh he's from one of the Animatrix sequences. Um okay. He's, okay. An old, okay. he's an old um you guys remember the one where there was like an old philosopher guy from way back, and he was starting to figure out that something wasn't right, and then got right. a desire to pull into the matrix and get out of the real world. And he was he was living in like the 16 or 1700s or something. I can't remember exactly, but that's supposed to be him. According uh, according to the trivia. okay,
0: yeah. oh god, I got to go back and watch. I you know what? I don't have to. I I almost started. I'm like, I am <laughs> gonna go, but I'm gonna go read about the matrix and stuff. I'm like, oh god, no. Yeah, I bet that's yeah. such a deep rabbit hole. I don't ever want to get the, into But the
3: Animatrix stuff is very cool just in general. And I would also right. say uh, I admire the Wachowski's desire to stick to whatever canon they do have. Um, for example, right. everyone's like, where's Morpheus in the fourth one? How come we don't see him in the trailer? Well, because in the Matrix Online, the now dead MMO, uh, the storyline in the MMO uh, has, has uh, Morpheus dying. He's dead. And right, right. they're sticking to that canon. They're the, everything that happened oh, really? in, in okay. that everything that happened in that game and the path of Neo game and I think there's maybe one other and any novelizations or comics, all of that stuff is considered canon and they're respecting it. Right. And I I don't know. Part of me's like, oh, I want to see Morpheus again, but part of me's like, No, oh, that's kinda cool, stick to your guns. That was a shitty MMO, mm-hmm. but you know, you you told a story and now you're sticking to it, and I kinda I don't know, I admire yeah. that in some weird way, I guess. I
2: think it's certainly bring him back though as like a as a product of the matrix like or not a product but uh neo really needs to to confer with him about this new you know what where he's been and and, and that sort of thing as they're figuring out who they are again sure because that's what it looks like from the trailer and they could easily say all right now that he's figured out he can generate a a pseudo morpheus to talk to to consult
1: with
3: yeah this it's all all this a pseudo morph and i mm-hmm. pseudo morph yeah. i like that but this is i, I just <laughs> want to pause for here for a second and show you guys what we've done we are talking about the Matrix in a, in a way that I think makes the Matrix successful, and that mm-hmm. is that we are going "What if?" and "How did?" and yeah. "Where did mm-hmm. it come?" Like yeah, that is the fun of the world building in the in the Matrix series. And so, even though these two sequels are kind of weak, and we don't know what the fourth one will be like, I have very high hopes for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and the first one I think is a is a modern science fiction classic, but the concepts are so compelling and they're so yeah fun to can, like pontificate about and and think about and discuss and stuff and i and and it's actually yeah. kind of hard for me to think of an of an equivalent in except it, maybe i know people are sick of mad max talk but i do the same thing with that fury road movie <laughs> i fill in right. a lot of the blanks and this movies or these movies beg you to fill in blanks they just yeah. want you to do it they, they and i love well that. Oh, bless you
0: there you know it's, it's <laughs> no, no cough button yeah. here <laughs> right. there's a lot of there's a lot of Eastern philosophy and even western philosophy in the matrix and that's just you know ripe for asking those questions but there there's never any answers so as far as a movie goes this this has a, it's like lost the series it's like mm-hmm. let's ask a million questions but we have no yeah. answers and you and you keep yeah. hanging around going when's the answer gonna happen <laughs>
4: right right when's the answer yeah. gonna happen well, and yeah. it and it leads you totally to kind of have a distrust or maybe just a dislike of the right. the screenwriters like you 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 come away at some point you like for me it was when they introduced persephone and i'm like oh her name is persephone and everybody's mm-hmm. name before this has been some reference to some ancient god or religion or whatever and i'm like so persephone is like the wife of the devil and the underworld (laughs) but she's she comes up to the earth and she rules over the grain harvest and it's just like in this movie there's none of that nothing yeah yeah and and and, and it just there's a point where i'm just like oh you just thought it was a cool name you're not actually referencing something
0: yes yes and no they kind of alluded to this too i'm with you there's there's just so much pretend depth here it seems to me that may be a little yeah, bit harsh. That's what I'm saying. Pretend but, depth, but yeah. but that's yeah. but is, uh, but it makes sense because they said in, in previous iterations of the Matrix, uh, there was you know a bigger fact a bigger faction of you know vampires, werewolves, and that sort of thing. So their old arcane, uh, you yeah. know, somehow made it to the to the next level of these matrices. So I mean, yeah. I don't know. And she's
2: uh, and she's yeah. very important because you uh, you know Neo has to kiss her yeah. passionately yes. and make it feel real to be able to go see the key master you know what's so yeah. stupid about that let me order. just let me just talk okay, about that for a second
3: how dumb that is like it doesn't matter <laughs> totally. how well he kisses her it won't it doesn't matter there's never a reality where she goes oh it's as if
0: he forgot we just had this conversation
3: like you're never going yeah, to be were, able to do
0: that they, yeah it. they were trying to play with some ideas and i don't think they i don't know i didn't think it Played through well. I mean, you you could lean in towards the screen and and really focus really hard and think maybe you're going to get something out of it. Yeah. But they were trying to draw some parallels that I just didn't I didn't find compelling.
3: <laughs> yeah, like that whole thing. I get I get the. I mean, there's some fun in the scene
0: of of, of it's fun. Whatever. But 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 like in my she's mind... she's mad. My... This it's one of the true greatest tension moments in the whole movie i'm like oh he's gonna do it what's really gonna happen don't do it neo well then, then, it. You, then you have to start asking <laughs> questions like off.
1: is
3: is right. she the is she a computer lady or is she is she a real lady yeah, or a computer a, lady okay. no
0: she's there all programs because she's yeah. she she's uh yeah she's a you know a god so, a, a wolf she's a, a vampire she's a a pop-up yeah inside right. pop-up but what's <laughs> weird
3: is you can't yeah, hmm, see this is hard because the movie you have to make things personal But as soon as you involve machines and logic, you have to depersonalize. And that's why everyone makes a straight face while they're fighting to the death all the time and all that. Right. And I like that. Um, But when they start to get into, oh, this particular program has emotions and wants to rebel against her boyfriend, it starts to become like junior high computer logic. Like, what are we
0: doing? (laughs) I don't know. That that, that to me is dangerous. It's it's, it's weird. I will say this they chose some really hard subjects to make a movie about. So, honestly, That's, but they chose it's pretty amazing what they did. They chose
4: dozens and dozens of subjects. Is yes. is my complaint mm-hmm. here. Like for example, there's a, my, my favorite scene in the movie is Neo meeting the Oracle. I love the actress to death yeah, who plays she the Oracle. So she's great. Uh, Passed away and, that year
3: or the or year before that she died anyway. Go ahead. And uh
4: mm-hmm. and she presents this trope, this pretty common trope on at least on tv tropes called one myth to explain them all yeah and one one myth to explain them all for her is she says every story you've ever heard about vampires werewolves aliens those are the system assimilating some program that's doing something they're not supposed to be doing super that right there that one simple little concept Mm -hmm. is enough for a whole movie yeah. Uh, and yeah, you've got you've just hit me with a whole movie full of thinking, and All I'm right. going to think about that. And then and then like they do that twelve more times. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it's like at some point I'm just like, oh no, you've obliterated that really interesting thing I was thinking about. Oh yeah. come on, yeah,
0: no, she's and maybe you're supposed awesome. to feel like I, I maybe you're supposed to feel like you're you know underwater. You can't you can't quite get your head above water because there's so many ideas yeah. flowing around. I mean, was it intentional? Mm. yeah, art. Art is what it is, man. It is art. Is sometimes art. there's things, yeah. Sometimes mm. things come out that aren't intentional. Yeah. So maybe they were.
3: Yeah, I don't know. art. Art intentional.
0: <laughs> art. Art is going to do what it wants to do.
3: Yeah. No, art. Art is what art is, and uh, you now, gotta, you got to live with it. I'll,
0: I'll tell you something that was uh, way different in this viewing uh, when I watched it back in 2003, and I think I watched it a couple of times after that, but mostly around that time frame. Uh, now that we're in 2021 and we have such a, you know, our, our focus is, you know, the, the, the discussions that are happening in this country and all across the world. And I, I really noticed, I'm like, okay, okay. This is odd that there's really not many white men down in the, uh, down in Zion. And they're mostly just in the matrix. And I'm like. Okay, are they saying something here? And it could be just yes, you know, yes I am primed because we've we've been primed over the last couple of years to really look for this kind of thing, and I'm like, oh, okay, were they, you know, a little more? No,
3: oh, you're right. Zion, about that, Zion is full of people of
0: color and women. Yeah, there's only are, one white guy that's like yeah. prominently white. It's like yeah. old white man. There he is, right there. You see him, right yeah. <laughs> Which is it's, which is its own problem,
3: right? The white guy comes in right. and saves everybody, but. But, yeah, no, it's easy to see. You see things through other lenses, right? It's impossible. It was impossible for me to see the scene of her jumping out of that window. Or, no, Neo leaving the building and that explosion happening without me immediately thinking of 9-11, which had happened by the time this movie came out. But it was this moment of like, oh, that's a little too familiar. You just can't help it. The lenses we have are the lenses we have, and we have to see it through those lenses. And right Right. now our lenses are looking for stuff like this, so I don't blame you for seeing it. I certainly did.
0: But I I did get a chance to – I did get a chance – This time around, to really watch Morpheus's betrayal, Lawrence Fishburne, and man, the way he moves, especially when he does his monkey style. Yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm. When he comes mm-hmm. down when he comes down, raises. a Whoa, yeah, come! Pretty it's pretty
3: great. Um, yeah, classic kung yeah. fu. When he takes off love those it. silly glasses that um, Ibit talked about in his intro, yeah. and, uh, oh, I can't <laughs>
0: stand glasses that don't have freaking. I know they swims.
3: drive me. They mm-hmm. drive me nuts. But when he pulls oh. his off on top of that semi and is about ready to fight, I just—it's badass. He's just a badass. Yeah. Right. He's so cool looking, and he's very old now. Uh, so I don't know. <laughs> it happens. Uh, it, it does happens happen. It happens to the best of us. <clears throat> it happens. He was rolling around doing this stuff in his, you know, late forties or whatever it would have been. Yeah. Uh, it's
0: pretty impressive. He moves pretty good for a, for a big guy. Yeah. Big guy. He does. Yeah, he does. It gets yeah. around.
3: All right. But, um, yeah, Morpheus, I think I enjoyed Morpheus in this viewing more than I have than I did previously. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. uh, that surprised me because I, I always felt like he was so secondary in the next, in the last two, uh, I mean, I guess he always has a second seat to Neo, but he, but I always thought he was just yeah. like less of him, but there was plenty like, of him. He was, he was yeah.
0: all up. Well, in. you know, it was, it was a pretty, it's a, it's a testament to the movie itself because, uh, it, you know, as a younger person, I only related to, to Neo cause he was a young person. Morpheus was older. And now that I've gotten older, I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm a Morpheus. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Uh, yeah, here's a here's a here's a fun one. I like this because, you know, these movies bear very usually bear no resemblance to actual real world hacking or anything. But in one case, yeah, right, this is pretty rad. Trinity uses a genuine hack to get into the power station's computer. She uses an Nmap version of a two point five beta twenty five. This, this is a real yeah. scanning tool used by both network administrators yeah. and hackers to find a vulnerable SSH server and then proceeds to exploit it using the yep. SSH1 yep. and CRC32 exploit from
0: 2001. That's pretty cool. I enjoyed that part. Yeah. 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 That's pretty
2: cool. You know, because cool. one of our biggest complaints all the time on the show is, is oh no my realism. God, this is the dumbed down
0: hacking, you know, beep, boop, boop, boop right. kind of stuff in you know, the computer <laughs> use. But and, and then uh, yeah. right. and two seconds later, she explodes a motorcycle that must have been strapped with some c4 <laughs> into the guard shack. Yeah. I don't yeah, know where well, all those explosives come from, but right. can't win them all <laughs> yeah. yeah, can't win them all gotta well, pick your battles and that's the whole right. thing
3: about the matrix, right what are the rules and can how does she can she exploit the rules to the extent that she can throw a motorcycle
0: into something and have it blow up right. more
3: than it would
0: in the world but you, know, it, you know but it also makes sense because it was a is a central point of attack and we we'd already established that other places were wired with you know explosives everywhere so maybe it was a protection mechanism or something some kind of anti yeah. virus for the matrix or something so yeah yeah i, don't know. Yeah, I mean it's just it's just i'm just explaining things that don't exist go ahead yeah yeah it, it's just
4: at that point it's too many layers and i think the audience yeah. is kind of checked sectioned. out
1: yeah, yeah.
4: and it, like like i say uh there's plenty of people who like call this the greatest car chase in movie history. And I think it would have been if it had been tighter and in a cleaner Mm. story that the audience Mm. could follow, you know? Yeah, I think so. I
3: still think it's among the best. I think if you, I need to categorize them though and say, all right, well the French connection has an amazing car chase, but it's all practical and zero effects. This thing is laden with special effects and it's, it was all done in that old, um, kind of where Brian Ibbitt is right now. What's that old uh, air base out there that everyone uses for stuff?
4: Um,
2: oh, right. Yeah, with all the runways. Yeah, yeah uh, you, you
3: saw it on... Uh, the
4: myth, south of San Francisco. Yeah, Mythbusters uh, all the
3: time uh, used it. But anyway, it's uh, most of this was filmed uh, Alameda there. Naval Air Station. There it is. That's it. Mm-hmm. And so there's, you know, there's, there's that aspect of it. And I think it just puts it in a different category. But in that category, I still think it's one of the best. It's insane. Love
2: yeah. It. Have you guys, has uh, everybody seen Tenet?
3: Uh, yes, I, see I have not. But Tenet, go ahead.
2: Tenant has become my new favorite car chase scene. It's pretty oh, good.
3: Yeah, yeah. The only problem Isn't that where Tenet they like see, go in reverse. Yes,
2: yes. but tenant yeah. tenant's
3: got the same problem that we're discussing here.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, it's all one long straightaway. Yeah, uh,
3: that. But also, mm-hmm. the movie itself is so convoluted. Like oh. following tenant is 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 a real brain fart, and. And I'm not saying in a good way, like often like the the,
2: (laughs) brain fart, fart? look at at
3: Inception. Inception Mm -hmm. is one of my favorite all time movies ever made and it's full of brain farts and I love those brain farts, but I don't Mm -hmm. think Tenet pulled it off as well. And as a result, everything else in it feels a little wasted. I don't know. And that car scene. That's right.
2: I forgot. Yeah. I forgot you didn't like Tenet as much as I did.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I like why I know I don't want to watch Tenet. Is because <laughs> this is the this is the first time I've heard anybody mention tenant uh, since it since it came out. Yeah. It's, it, it's the first person I've heard say, "Oh, really?" Oh, tenant. Oh, weird. Yeah, cause,
4: so, yeah,
1: because
4: like I I have heard about it over and over, and like just just a couple of weeks ago, uh, John Lovett on Love It or Leave It made this incredible tenant joke where he told the whole joke backwards <laughs> and you, and you could only realize that when he got to the end and you realized, Oh, the punchline was at the beginning. Yeah. Right. Like I like, and that's by the way, uh, it, like just tell people, tell people who haven't seen Tenet, this movie, uh, plays out in reverse like yeah. they You need to know before yeah. you watch yeah. it. Yeah.
2: It is. Yeah. It does not help you <laughs> to not, not know that. Yeah. Right. It's not, and it doesn't, it's not spoilery to know that it's like, and yeah. you get more yeah. out of the film, I think going in. Yeah. Puzzle pint last, uh, or, or this month, this month, last month, I can't, I don't know. Time is so messed up <laughs> okay, work backwards. Um, was, was tenant, uh, themed. So yeah. like the puzzles, you didn't have to know anything about the movie, but they we were given four puzzles and the answer to puzzle four gave us a clue to puzzle one. And the answer to puzzle one gave us a clue to puzzle four. So you kind of nice. had to do both pairs in tandem with each other oh, to get things figured out. Interesting. It was, it was really, really well done. Yeah, yeah that's
3: that's fascinating um uh th- this is an interesting thing the uh the the show or the uh, the show <laughs> what am i trying to say the movie had this scene where Merovingian swears in french and he talks about how much yeah. he loves to swear in French and it's like wiping your butt with a with a with silk. Oh
2: with like silk. That. Yeah. Okay. So
3: here's what he actually said. So what he said in French was, I'm not gonna do this very well, he says, Nom de dieu de putain de de merde. This is what he really said. He said, Goddamn whore filthy shithouse jerk burger of your mother
2: jerk burger, <laughs> jerk burger. Oh, i'm sorry i'm
3: sorry, I'm sorry. Burger not burger purple? sorry jerk bugger i meant ju- no, bugger, not burger.
2: okay <laughs> <laughs> i like the phrase jerk burger though oh <laughs> man it's okay. such a jerk
3: burger <laughs> such a jerk burger man anyway i thought that was pretty great and the movie did yeah. really well it earned 735 million dollars worldwide at the time this is the most commercially successful r-rated film ever i don't know what <laughs> it took i don't know what's that now something else is that now but uh mm-hmm. at the time it was uh, some countries it had a PG... Probably or Deadpool,
2: a, probably. Yeah,
3: probably did. Uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah.
4: PG-13 equivalent rating in other countries, though, because... uh, they. Took all right, it I've side. got it for you. Mm. So there's been three movies that have surpassed it since it came out. All right, yeah. what do you got? Uh, number three is the first Deadpool. Yeah. Number two is the second Deadpool. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: And the number one highest grossing R-rated film of all time is Joker.
3: Oh. Oh, oh wow. Okay. For <laughs> a while, Passion of the Christ had it, and then didn't uh baby the hills cop had it before this it was the record holder up till 2003
4: mm-hmm. *Beaver the hills
3: cop one i should say uh so that's interesting
4: is there anything on the yeah, horizon uh, or uh, like, some uh, other interesting in the top 10 um the 2017 first it it the stephen king uh, it. It remake yeah mm-hmm. it. Um, that's number five of all time and by the way that's a that's a really underrated movie that's a really good movie guys yeah,
3: yeah. second one's not um, so good
4: first one's great number eight uh, most uh, highest grossing uh, R-rated films is Logan, which deserves to be there, in mm, my opinion.
3: Yeah,
4: yeah. I'm
0: going to need you to read the rest of them in David Letterman's uh, top ten <laughs> format. Please. Number, eight. number eight. I got to flap a card right in front right. of <laughs> hey,
2: hey, Paul, do you like the Logan?
1: Yeah. <laughs>
3: how come uh, why does IMDb still think Passion of the Christ and American Sniper and Matrix Reloaded are the top three? I don't know how they're doing that.
4: I don't know, but Passion of the Christ is currently number seven of all time. Uh, Hangover Part Two is currently number nine, and American Sniper is currently number twelve of all time.
3: This must be—are those international numbers? I get—I'm guess, guessing. I would say. I mean, because this—I think yes, this the stuff I'm yes, reading we're is going
4: by worldwide total. Okay, but yeah. like domestic box office, like U.S. box office only versus international—they're very relevant. Like they're—they they they well, relate to each other. According to straight.
3: IMDb, if you're doing just U.S. It's Passion of the Christ, American Sniper, Matrix Reloaded, and The Hangover 1 as their top four, which or five, or no, four. Um, and then we get Beverly Hills Cop. <laughs> well, uh,
0: your
1: time.
3: Oh, and they adjusted this for inflation. So uh, the, the original Exorcist from 73 is like number seven. Saving Private Ryan from 98 is number nine. Like, yeah. I
0: don't know. You know I what know I think about people who uh, who spend time adjusting for inflation? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what do you call them? You got a name for them? Give me a name. Yeah jerk water
3: jerk water no Bir- what'd you what'd you,
0: what'd you Jer- call them jerk burgers, Jer- the Jer- jerk burgers. that's yeah, it jerk burgers.
4: there's a couple of really interesting movies that you've probably forgotten about in like the top 20 r-rated all-time box yeah. office like the revenant from 2015
1: oh yeah, yeah that did play like the bear sex that
4: got a lot of money <laughs>
0: um there was no sex uh, scene was, with a bear right they just attacked him right do i have that yeah, right yeah, okay yeah no the bear just the but bear it, just for ended, so uh, long that was like the longest bear attack you've ever seen really in your life long, right yeah
3: have there has there ever been a longer bear attack in film i wonder that's a good I don't that's think some, so. there's some trivia for you <laughs> um all right i also hated this particular bit of trivia so we'll give it a we'll give it one of these uh where where's my guy i
1: don't see him scrutiny.
3: we'll give it a little scrutiny singer alia was cast to play z but due to her death the role was given to somebody else now the reason i hate this
4: somebody one, else it's that i hate
3: that it was given to somebody else <laughs> like this <laughs> trivia person couldn't take five seconds
4: and put right. the name of the girl yeah, exactly it. and she has and, a fine right. career she's working she's fine whoever that is <laughs> now nona yeah. gay i think her name is nona gay marvin gay's daughter
3: oh okay oh yeah okay. right you said uh-huh. earlier right right
4: right i might be getting her name wrong it would, it would be okay if you did it'd be okay if you no did. it wouldn't it's never okay it's never okay
3: <laughs> to get the name wrong always get the name right if that if the rule in life is always get the name right I'm screwed
4: <laughs> I screwed. know <laughs> uh, Roy Jones Jr. is in this movie what I I've forgotten completely one, one of the greatest boxers of all time Roy Jones yeah, who's, Jr. Who's, and,
3: who is he playing as some thug dude or who, who he is, is
4: he? a he is a minor captain of another ship I think
3: hmm oh, or Markies. is he the one ballard uh yeah oh here it is uh ballard says you're asking for one of us to disobey a direct order morpheus says that's right i am but we all know uh the reason that most of us are here it's because of our affinity for disobedience and bane says captain i think we should volunteer and ballard says shut
0: your hole bane before i put you in one <laughs> Yeah. I want Scott to read the rest of the movie now, please. Yeah. yeah.
3: So that, no, that's good. Now I know who Ballard is. That's cool. Cause I captured him. I'll play him later with about the whole, I got the whole part. It's pretty good.
4: Yeah. Roy, Roy Jones jr. Like I say, one of the, one of the greatest boxers of all time. And at this time he was just past the peak of his popularity and his success as a boxer. Uh, I mean, this was a guy who was a, you know, like a multimillion dollar pay-per-view headliner, uh, in the, in the nineties. So, Mm-hmm. Um it was just it was just bizarre. Like it it stuck out to me when the movie came out, sure. it stuck out to me again in twenty twenty one. What's Roy Jones Jr. doing in yeah, this movie? What's he, I'm what's not he up sure. to?
3: This is my favorite bit of trivia. In Neo's conversation mm-hmm. with the architect up there in the upper floor they couldn't get to by stairs or elevator. Uh it was revealed that Neo or revealed that Neo is the sixth iteration of the Matrix. We talked about this. And, uh, he is the sixth mon- anomaly or anomaly or number six. The Rachowskis are known for being uh, huge fans of the TV series, the prisoner from 67. Oh, okay. uh, if you blink, you missed their. They showed a clip of the actual prisoner in the original show or the original movie when he was at the, uh, I think when he was at the place where the spoon bent and there was no spoon in that. Whole thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the main character of the show who was big on, uh, individuality and fighting system is known as number six. So fans right. of the show will spot that deeper connection, uh,
0: yeah, oh, I go. love that the I love that the I love the orphan sent up his spoon that Neo had saved in the first one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Never forget, how man. I, how will I eat my gruel now? <laughs> I don't know.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how do I eat my gray whatever that was? Like, what you? But there is no spoon. <laughs> yeah, there is no spoon. There is no spoon. Uh, gross moment. Do you guys have a? Uh, well, oh, my exactly
5: china. Well, that's not it. Ah. There it is.
3: Gross. All right, what do you think? To me, it's a. I'll, it's, I'll hint. It's a general thing.
2: Oh, really? Okay. I th- I think it was. uh, Then then I'm going to get it wrong because it was mine was very specific. Uh, During the Neo and Trinity makeout scene while the party's going on in uh, Cave Coachella, um, yeah. <laughs> there's some kissing and some spit trails, and I thought, oh, <laughs> that's that's it right yeah. there. Scott's well, out. Okay, let me Murder. put it this
3: way: your your specific example was happening in my general and the general okay. is everything about the Zion party and the sex time just look like the stinkiest yes. most disgusting uh, freaking cave water affair the, like yeah nightmare. The, the
4: the admiral points at a freaking water treatment plant and right. it's got open surfaces of yeah, water yeah. I'm like mm-hmm. whoa that must stink everywhere yeah. Yeah. It's yeah,
3: bad. yeah
2: everything about that scene just made me gross, think they're all bare feet and there's like black crap all over the floor and-
3: <laughs> yeah there's no there's no deodorant in
0: zion right
2: okay <laughs> but right. i mean there's that's not a speed stick to be found nope no
0: right. showers no nothing but we, but we get the point wachowskis we get the point this is uh humanity is messy it's you know and it's it's dirty and filthy and yeah it's sexual and inside this matrix it's very sterile we get it look I, want-
3: I would agree with you until i saw sense eight which is the wachowski tv thing that sense right. show was nonstop orgies now i just think they mm-hmm. like orgies
0: oh you mean the actual sex part
3: yeah i think nice. I, I know in general like all those people dancing, and they were all going to do it by the end of that scene if they were going to be allowed yeah. to do that narrated our movie if you go watch sense eight they were having that dance and that sex every episode of that damn show
4: I, yeah. I found it humorous that they 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 knew they had an r rating but they still like they still presented a lot of pg-13 sex like right like you know what i mean like yeah. I and i get i get you're not gonna you're not gonna pay carrie ann moss <laughs> to show off the goods but they ha- they are making an r-rated movie and they know it and they still do their best to not you know right. to not put really... his
0: leg
2: here and put her yeah. on there but not only that, yeah. like
3: some of the violence, it well, he was drops, drops that giant mace down on that fight in the in the uh, the, the fancy French villa place. Oh, yeah, um, right. It's all cutaways. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. they rarely show much blood or much anything. It's some bullet holes and stuff, but you know the 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 movie. It's weird. It's rated R, but it tries not to be in weird ways. I don't know.
1: Yeah, over lot, and over too.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. but that one scene. Uh, I'm telling you, if you haven't seen Sense Eight, I'm not saying you should because I think Sense Eight. <laughs> sense eight was ruined it was buckled by its own um its own orgy uh fixation <laughs> because i don't you know sex in a show big deal whatever it's in everything mm-hmm. has something in it now that thing was just a little bit of exposition story and some cool stuff and then oh uh, sex for the rest of the time everybody we're just sex. Right, right let's just right. go and it was yeah. too much it was too much so i think zion was them getting pumped for you know what was what,
0: what was coming my uh, favorite sexy was when uh when elda oh, I do get forget his name all of a sudden uh, played and was, lost we already was, talked about him oh, michael oh there we go yeah. michael yeah. when he comes home to his wife and yeah. he goes hey where my?" the kids yeah. are there
2: what was he, the what was the word he was about to say i don't <laughs> know but
0: he was he was definitely ready for on. sex
4: i had yeah. the subtitles on and the subtitles Puss. spelled out P U S S and yeah. then a dash. Yeah. Like they yeah. couldn't even subtitle
3: <laughs> the whole word. I noticed that as well. That was pretty awesome. Uh, this yeah, song, that place was Horntown for this, sure. This man. song awesome. by Fluke, uh, they just call it Zion. They played it there during the Zion scene. I love the songs sort who of played a little bit. maybe it isn't the song i thought, I thought that was it but i love i love fluke a lot song, right? i could listen to fluke all day and uh yeah, yeah. their their no, best song is in this movie it. yeah it's very good oh here it is i found it for real this time well then come on play here we go it's
2: Let's way see. more drummy yeah
3: It makes me want to race cars and wipe out. Yeah. That game?
0: I want to rave. Let's rave.
2: I love but, that. Yeah, stuff. But, you know, people you know, without, uh, you know, just own a blanket is all that they own. They're <laughs> going to find some glow sticks somewhere. In the-
4: <laughs> Still, trust me, you do not want to listen to loud music in a cave. Trust me. Yeah.
2: Oh,
3: yeah.
4: <laughs> it's the worst. <laughs> the yeah. acoustics are horrible. Yeah, they must be bad. Uh, uh, is that really, those are real so, caves
3: then? That's the Carlsbad Caves thing?
4: No, I was just making up. Like it, It's like, um, they're. Uh, all of most of that filming was done in like a hangar, Mm -hmm. and and they just like you know cgi'd in some some nice big uh, stalagmites and stalactites and stuff sure uh it's just like where 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 are these caverns supposed to be on earth you know because again Mm -hmm. this movie takes place on earth in Mm -hmm. the future let's Mm -hmm. have some you know let's have let's just have someone say you know uh, you know, we we found a lot of other humanity living here in the Lorraine caverns, or something. I I don't know. Right. It doesn't have to be like like that, but it like say something. Mm-hmm. It yeah. it just like I say, the whole idea of there being a big entrance tunnel that only humans are using and that the okay. machines aren't is just <laughs> insane. Yeah.
2: yeah, that entrance tunnel, by the way, looked like um, when you when you summoned the uh, space station in Nomen. Ma- the circular yeah, ball yeah. thing, yeah, you yeah. fly into it. It's then similar, like oh yeah, three, three or four platforms you land on on the side, and oh,
3: right. Yeah, that's walk
2: funny.
3: I wonder if those guys <laughs> got a little inspiration from the movie or something.
2: Maybe, yeah. they didn't. Spy game's yeah. really good right now. Um, uh, was uh, do you think Steven Seagal was inspired by Neo's um, <laughs> dresses, <laughs> his fighting dresses? I was gonna <laughs> say, didn't those feel
3: less? Trench Cody and more like dresses this time around. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. do. They that do.
2: Yeah. I don't know how you can fight in those things because they don't look very flexible. Or-
0: no, but you need it so that you can you can explain all those f- 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 yeah. <laughs> noises mm-hmm. that are constantly going on. This, Every, this don't, is the don't, thing don't, that, ever, don't ever zero in on those noises or you'll never be able to watch the movie.
3: I'm I'm not yeah. sure the movies ever did the, a very good job of explaining this, including the first one. But they never really get into why you would need to have all this stuff in the Matrix. Like why dress like this? Just be yourself. In yeah.
1: Here.
0: Like why right. do
2: you have to? Well, do this? Yeah. Yeah, they, I mean, it feels it, like the you know the, the skin tight rubber suit that's the ideal <laughs> matrix wear.
0: Yeah, I guess so. Right. But which <laughs> but does Neo wear it? No. He yeah, can't. that's that's
4: the weirdest part to me, is that, that vinyl cat suit is only on one person in
0: all mm-hmm. of the Matrix. Right, like yeah.
4: mm-hmm. if if it's uh, i don't
0: know maybe could you explain the sunglasses i don't understand this maybe i missed it did i miss it and i just have forgotten about it Why you know is what sunglasses it is everybody I, honestly it yeah, feels like everybody. video it's like video game logic
3: they're just skinning you know like everyone's yeah, yeah, yeah that skin true. Skins, that's true. Yeah. i think that's what it is
2: translogged maybe. into a uh a vinyl suit right? yeah this right.
3: might have been ahead of its time because now if you play any kind of video game of note Everything about those games. Everything in games is about cosmetics. I'm going to wear this hat today. I'm going to wear this these clothes. This cape. I'm
4: I'm sure making the Matrix though, the original movie. They were like, we're going to have to have CGI people. The more of the people we cover up in smooth surfaces like sunglasses, the easier it'll be when we transition from the real person to the fake. Yeah. And that that's just a truth, right? That's just like okay. But they were so stylish that we didn't notice or care, right? Yeah. right? Everybody wanted to look like that in 2003. Yeah, you know, like those it, mm-hmm. those glasses, like that. That was there. There were <laughs> like three styles of sunglasses in this movie, and all three styles were very popular in the room. Right?
2: Yeah, I think they did get like a sponsorship or something from Oakley or something like that. They had
0: it, to sunglasses. Some stuff. sort I'm of telling agreement. You. Yeah. The uh, but there was one guy. <laughs> there was one guy, and I thought maybe they were gonna start like a red shirt kind of theme. There was like one guy in the matrix. I think it was the first one of them that died. His glasses were like they they weren't dark. You could actually see his eyes. And I'm like, hmm,
3: interesting. I see Neo's Is when this the, the architect of, room opened up. You can kind of see Neo's in there too.
4: Yeah. So but this guy uh, was it, like like blue blockers. It was like obvious. Yeah. Yes, but I right. looked it up. Uh, uh, these were um, original handmade eyewear. The designer is named Richard Walker,
1: mm.
4: and uh, he he tried to make one of a kind uh, glasses for the Matrix. Uh, um, I'm just saying, boy, did they get copied? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they time. yeah, yeah. There's now there's now literally a company called Matrix Eyewear that still exists, <laughs> still selling those things. Really? How could you how could you get those and not feel like a dick though?
2: Yeah. Man, <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> exactly.
3: I feel like I feel like I would feel like a dick in those. Yes the The Morpheus
0: ones in particular. The other ones I maybe get a you, get get. Yeah, away the Morpheus the ones I definitely couldn't deal with. Yeah, yeah I, no, I I no, gotta just have really
2: the, the constant pinch your nose yeah. kind of thing.
0: I actually yeah.
4: I I could go for the ones that the the twins wear. The twins' sunglasses look uh, practical. Oh, yeah.
2: how do they stay on? Oh the the Dread Ghosts. Yeah, the Dread yeah. <laughs> the Dread the race.
3: Yeah, the Dreadwraiths—that's even a better name. They're, the twins yeah. are great yeah. and underused. I—I I wish they were. I, there's some rumors the twins are back for the new one or some form of mm. that.
2: But uh, do we get? We probably get them uh, more in uh, revolutions too, don't we? I thought they—I thought this was
0: supposed they to blew, be their they death. They
3: blew up in the. Uh... Isn't this supposed to be their death? I thought this
2: was when
0: their. They death. Up above uh, the, uh, no, they they blew above them, but they then they turn into uh, the ghost as they flew up. Yeah, but, in uh, but the, yeah. the way I watched
3: yeah. really carefully this time and actually rewound it, it looks like they get kind of
4: disintegrated, and then half wraithed. Oh, and, really? So maybe okay. they do come back, but they're damaged. Yeah, yeah they're, they're, they're uh there's backups of them in cult storage. They just pull that right out. Right.
3: <laughs> well, that's the other thing. If we want to get real down to it, I'm I'm sure the machine's ever yeah. redundancy on everything. So why wouldn't? Yeah, we? exactly. Yeah. Um, The digital vagina cake. Can we talk about that for a second? That was so (laughs) good. I didn't remember that at all. That was weird. I didn't either. I
2: didn't either. It's like zipping right up. uh, the Yeah. So the
3: idea is he made a cake that was programmed to, what, achieve orgasm for that lady? Turn her on. Oh, I thought it just gave her off. orgasm. Okay.
2: Yeah,
0: because he had to go take a piss. (laughs) (laughs) But he wasn't actually taking a piss. No,
1: he was not. Lipstick?
4: I actually kind of appreciate that the Wachowskis just put their sexuality and and whatnot like right out into their movies, like mm-hmm. instead of instead of like really hiding it and constructing some kind of, uh, you know, doubt. Like they just mm-hmm. like, this is what we think of when we think of sex. Here it is. We like yeah. it. We think mm-hmm.
3: cake. Is. We think cake is sexy. Is what they're saying. That's what they're
0: telling. Us. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
4: Exactly.
2: I, I could go for a piece of cake. We yeah,
0: think right? we think <laughs> kissing in the we think kissing passionately in front of the the the. The waterfall pea tower is hot.
3: <laughs> oh, I'm so glad you brought no. that up. I couldn't get over that the urinal was a pea tower
0: thing. Yeah. With a running water. The waterfall. Yeah. Mm. Part of
3: me's like, that's too weird. Don't give me your dumb idea for I,
4: future. And then part of me's
3: like, I don't I need would any
0: like more that. splashing when I'm taking a right, pee. I'm, exactly. I'm, I'm good. Okay.
4: Well, uh, you do not want to go to the website Urinals of the World and look up Waterfall <laughs> Urinals because there are many of them around the world. Hold on. I'm sure there are. I'm
3: sorry. It makes it's
2: sense. guaranteed to get a, a splash right on the crotch of my pants. I just right. I don't need anything to emphasize that. Thank H- you.
4: Hold
3: on a second. There's, there's also,
4: a website called Urinals of the World? What do we do? Yeah, doing? there's there's also a website called Weird California where they one of their features is a Waterfall Urinal <laughs> and – why not? I mean, why not?
0: You know, oh, this is it's great cool. whatever. Okay. Why not, man?
3: There's a I found one of a, at a gas station in Las Vegas, uh, and the whole thing is this fancy fountain. I'll put it in Discord, but uh, I kind of want this now. I kind of want to pee in that. It's <laughs> <one> of, <it's laughs> I kind of want to, I don't, I just want to pee on it. I, yeah. can't, I can't, I can't help, help it. it. Yeah, I can't help it. I don't know what's going on there. You have oh, to-
2: look at that. It's like a tiki, uh, it's like a tiki urinal. Yeah.
4: Almost the gas station itself is almost an old uh, pizza hut. It is. Yeah. well might right be. Be.
3: <laughs> very yeah, right It might
2: be. be. <laughs> but look at um, that.
3: Like That's either the, cool, the coolest urinal ever or that's a natural urine formation because no one ever cleans it. Maybe that's a normal urinal. <laughs> it's
0: crystallized. It's
2: supposed to stand like that? Uh, I don't know how that works and doesn't splash all over your knees.
3: <laughs> right. I don't want to know now. There's parts of me that now don't want to know about right, how yeah. that works. All right. Yeah. Um, let's see. Is there anything else going on? Oh, I. Um, uh, oh no, we talked about digital vagina.
4: I, I just want to. I want to <laughs> underline. I want to underline the original point on the waterfall urinal, which is why does anybody have to pee in the matrix? What? What? Right. Right. The, what yeah, that's what I
2: thought
0: too. Right. He was like, I got to drink. It was an excuse, right? Because he didn't really have to pee. Of course, Yeah.
3: Well, yeah. wait a minute. But then there was a guy in there peeing. Was he not part of the matrix? He was a human. I in guess, there? yeah, a human He was that's a program put in in and does B- B- a <laughs> well, Okay, know. that's true <laughs> too. Must, be. Yeah. Must yeah. be. He's like an NPC in an MMO that just is always That's been. what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, could be that. Yeah. Oh, well, that's uh,
2: a- something I wrote down that if I had the tools here to make GIFs, I would totally make a <laughs> GIF of all of the Agent Smiths fighting Neo <laughs> and said, This is like when uh, uh, one of my clients always starts a new email thread for every issue. <laughs> Instead of right. just replying to the existing threat,
0: oh my gosh, That's I, like good. The, That's good. I, I like the I like the I like their, their almost a rumble take on that. Uh, you know, it seems so much of a, like a, a rumble scene, yes, where it's yeah. like you just like keep, West keep pouring story. in, yeah, exactly, they keep
2: running in from the from the side, from the and gates, like just that. <laughs> yeah.
4: Yeah, that's called the Burly Brawl. That's okay. it's had a name ever since the movie came out. Like, like okay. it's a, like it's its own thing. Burly And brawl. I don't understand why that's always been called yeah. the Burly Brawl. Really? And yeah. then there's not a bunch of other names for fights in Matrix movies. Right. Imagine, Once again,
2: cool, cool name and, yeah, but right. imagine it's like a, a cool bar name. fight. It's like a We're bar fight
3: where everybody joins in. I i see that called yeah. a Burly Brawl. Right. You know.
2: And they all and they all wait their turn at the side. Yeah. Uh, instead of everybody just piling on him well, they do a one-point yeah. pile on it but but the you know three-fourths of the fight is all right well as soon as that agent smith is done then i'm gonna move in and try and attack right. oh darn he blocked me too yeah why right. why didn't they just
3: that's a funny not even now it's gonna bug me forever because they could all just <laughs> no, 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 well, well then at then him. you know at
0: Get this point agent smith is no longer agent smith and he's not hooked in he's a free agent he's just smith and uh and I don't think he has the imagination to uh, attack all at once as a free program. Mean, My whole thing was, if I was Neo, the very first thing I would have done
4: is pick up one of the Agent Smiths and swing him around like a cudgel. Yeah, yeah, and like and this you know, fight over. And <laughs> like they, you just and they yeah, right. it. his ankles and swing him and swing him and swing him, and
2: then you're that done. Was the, yeah, the last, the last that, thing he does, in the fight. Yeah, that's is, one of the things he does. Yeah. yeah, I,
3: I wish uh well we haven't really talked about him but i really like hugo weaving and i like yeah. him oh God, a lot so in great. this he was great as always mm-hmm. you know, just eating up he's the scenery great. and doing good it's just very hard to deny that dude but if anything uh, as much as i love him I, st- I still think they it's too tempting i get it but he's technically dead in the first movie so bringing him back mm-hmm. is purely you going Oh man, Agent Smith was cool. We should really figure out a way to bring him back. Yeah. And part
0: yeah. of me is like, well, he was because they had a bunch of, uh, you know, putty looking agents <laughs> instead. You know what I mean? From like sign that Yeah, That's
4: great. They look like
3: a
2: bunch of putties.
4: <laughs> yeah, oh my gosh. Like That's You nailed yeah. it. That's I, I called them Mr. Biggs. They're a bunch of <laughs> Mr. Mr. Biggs. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah. Chris enough. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> a bunch of putties. Um, How oh, great would it would it be if they had Patrick Warburton as all of those uh, Yeah, that would have been fantastic.
0: A... Yeah. Yeah. It, he does that in uh, Men in Black 3-2-2 two, two. Oh, was he in oh, Men in really? Black movie? Yeah, he's he's zapped early on. Oh, he's he's got right. Easter pie. Yeah. Oh, right. Which makes sense with the black suits and everything. Maybe that's why I saw it.
3: He's not in nearly Officially.
0: enough things. I don't know why the world yeah. the, the world needs to just embrace
3: the idea that that Patrick Warburton should be in almost everything. Just make it happen. Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah.
4: yeah. Dumbasses. Oh, you know who could have been the architect uh still at this age and I would have been tickled? Um William Devane. Oh, wow. Oh. That
3: would work. He's old and dead now, right? Or what what's his deal? <laughs> I
4: Devane. think he's living. I think William Devane's alive. <laughs> I think he? he's living. <laughs> Wherever he is, he's grinning at somebody and telling them a fun <laughs> story.
3: Oh, there he is. He is still alive, born at yeah. thirty nine, been around forever, that guy.
2: Um, wasn't he he was just in that uh um ben savage no sorry john savage rob lowe thing called the the grinder the the grinder that show was so great
3: i never saw it um but i heard about it came out one season
2: season. and under under underappreciated and just so damn good
4: that was the last thing he made yeah
2: he's been retired
4: since. but um, i will watch the grinder i (laughs) i didn't i didn't i was on the fence but i'm i'm in now
2: Okay. no you need to watch it it's great it's it's uh um so much better than has any right to be
0: right well, but okay. so you're saying watch the grinder don't use the grinder yeah or don't, you say yeah, use, yeah, grinder. Don't use the grinder, grinder. <laughs> okay
2: <laughs> and fully appreciate william today yeah that, uh, he's also
4: in payback
3: uh, uh, a movie we really need to watch
4: i
2: love it uh, i mean
4: I love that movie so much, and it's so problematic, and I love it anyway. I
0: love it. I don't and, care. Uh, We're watching it. We mm-hmm. gotta
3: watch Payback. Payback is so great. Yeah. yeah,
0: that's the one where the they they kidnap his daughter, Mel Gibson's nope. daughter. Is that right? No. Nope. Yeah. Nope. 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 No They're revenge story. All they
4: do is take his money.
3: That's
0: yeah. all. the it's only oh. thing they do. He's like a hitman slash
4: mob yeah. guy.
3: And uh, well,
0: what is what's Brian, the one where called, they take his daughter?
2: It's called- it's called uh, that's called daughter back
3: no it's called
0: that's <laughs> <Daughter back>? that's <laughs> ransom
3: you're thinking of ransom ransom, ransom. Yeah. they're all the same yeah. Yeah. Payback payback story but payback is is legitimately great and very subversive mm-hmm. and uh full of great actors and it's great we should watch and now with yeah. Now yeah. mel gibson's
4: daughter and these actors these older men they're the opposite of matrix people Every one of them is <laughs> uglier than the last. It's got Greg Henry and David Pamer <sighs> and William Devant. Bill Duke is one of these guys. Oh, like, yeah. they're just ugly. Ugly Chris men. Christopherson. Yep. Chris Christopherson. <laughs> but you mean that in a – He may but, have been pretty in 1980 81. Right. No, but right
0: now in the payback, he's so ugly. It's a positive. But you're yeah. using you're using ugly as another term for well-worn and rugged and yeah. that oh, kind I, of I thing. They're, they're just right, perfect. Okay. They're just
3: perfect for it. But it's the sec- it's a, my two favorite movies of nineteen I have three favorite movies from ninety nine, and that goes like this Iron Giant, The Matrix, and Payback. Those are the three best mm-hmm. movies of that year. And I'm telling you, Payback. We gotta watch Payback!
0: We're going to watch payback. So Brian can watch the whole time going, well, where's his daughter at?
2: <laughs> <laughs> when are they going to take yeah. his daughter? was are they going to pay the
0: money to get his daughter back with some sort of ransom?
2: <laughs> I am just, I
4: am, I'm really proud of you, Scott, that you didn't name Fight Club. Thank you. Oh, yeah. I'd fight well,
3: Club, uh, Fight Club has its moments. Um, I don't, I don't like. We don't.
0: We don't talk about Fight Club. Kind of like we don't talk about For, <laughs> yeah. like kind of like we don't What's talk about Forrest and Gump. Um, no, that no, actually, the, is it, one of my favorite. Movies I know Brian loves that they, movie. They really are, but they yeah. they they permeated the society and culture so much that you, it's really hard to yeah. to revisit my problem them. Like with Forrest the, and Gump. Listen,
3: my problem with it's not even that. My problem with Fight Club is not the movie or its or its precepts or its concepts or anything else or anything from the book it's based on or any of that. My problem mm-hmm. is. There are unironic idiots out there that take that stuff to be like their oh, yes. their yeah, persona. Right. They're the like yeah. they're like the people who love Rick and Morty and think Rick is their they 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 admire Rick in ways that they're not supposed yeah. to. Yeah. You know right. what I'm saying? It's like yeah. that to yeah. me. Yeah. That's why I don't like it. But I like the yeah, movie. It's and, a good movie.
0: But. And we can't watch Forrest Gump because everybody has a Forrest Gump impression and you don't even have to watch it. You just <laughs> Turn around and snub like a box of chocolate. and he's like, "Shut up! Stop it!" I've, yeah. I, I've lost track of Scott's three movies from '99. Was there a thread?
4: Payback,
3: payback. So number one, Iron Giant. Iron Giant. Iron Giant.
4: Number two, The Matrix. Number three, Payback. Okay, all right. I I would add Galaxy Quest, but that's a movie oh. that's gotten better with age. I love that movie.
3: Oh, it's on there. That's a great movie. I forgot it was '99
0: actually. But. Mm. Yeah, 99 was a pretty good year, actually, for movies. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. We, yeah. we, was, we was worried this was going to be the last year, so we went ahead and made the, all the good movies. <laughs> That's right. <laughs>
1: 90,
4: 99 Sorry. also had some overrated films, like wildly overrated films. Like
0: American Beauty, good yeah. movie, yeah. but it's so overrated. Mm. Yeah, was, I mean, it's it, it's, a, it's, a, it's almost a joke. It, it became a joke pretty early. This is before Kevin Spacey got into all right, of his trouble. Was, People yeah, were exactly. all, already going look at this pretentious movie with the bag is the, the plastic bag, bag. art that's
2: exactly that. <laughs> will never i will never see that scene and think wow that is really beautiful the way it just flows right. around. no it's it's a bag in the
3: wind it's trash it's a freaking walmart bag you've all seen yes. this it's trash like this movie
0: yeah. click uh,
4: another one that i just think is so overrated is um um the sixth sense uh, mm. uh just because it's want a, a kn- very what
0: you know the twist
4: well, and it's just a very sleepy movie. Like you could put you could put it on to cure insomnia, you know? Right. <laughs> I wish
1: I could see dead people.
2: And it's it's almost proven that the shameland thing was just a fluke, right? That and unbreakable were these flukes that were
0: just really great, because ever yeah. since both of those, Lady in the Water right. and the Village, we right. yeah,
3: had something recent uh, that was real they good, weren't right?
0: Flukes. Once, we, once we figured out his note, it was like, oh, we all just started looking for it and it just didn't Work anymore, yeah, but, but I still think he does. Didn't
3: some. he have something recently where it was like, oh, yeah, he killed it with old? Not uh, no, not old. it
2: wasn't old, no.
3: but yeah,
0: uh,
2: he's the uh, servant on Apple TV Plus is pretty good, but it's it's dragging on so much without any sort of resolution. Love you start it. hating every character in that show.
3: I mean, I loved I, signs, I'll unapologetically like signs.
0: What's the one too. I'm thinking of, though? I'll- um. I will. I'll watch any M Night Shyamalan movie, and I won't argue with you that a lot of them are bad. But he always brings something visual to the table that I enjoy watching. Mm-hmm. Regardless, I, I really
2: liked Glass. Glass, I thought was really good. It was. They they could have he could have stopped the ending one or two endings before the ending. Right, and he had three endings on that thing. It was like a, a Lord of the Rings movie, yeah. and he could have yeah. just stopped at the first one.
1: Yeah,
2: but um, he over-explained everything unnecessarily. But that was a good capper to the whole um, split, unbreakable. Yeah,
0: yeah, I enjoyed it. Story. and they. Oh, did you see Ibit? Ibit, did you yeah. see? They got the, they got the new four K version of the. Uh, of the Unbreakable just came out. Yeah, I don't have a. Rays. I don't
2: have a. I don't have a 4K TV. I didn't. I spent my uh, stimulus check on uh, the hookers <sighs> and blow, so I didn't. I didn't
0: end up with a uh... hookers and blow. So I got <laughs> lipstick on my junk on yeah. my unit. What can I say? Yeah, but no 4K. Yeah, 4K. I can't remember
2: what I spent my uh, stimulus on, but I should have spent it on a 4K TV. Tina wouldn't let me. That actually is what it is. I wanted to get a new 4K TV for the living room, and I had one picked right. out, and it was bigger than the one we have. Yeah. Um, But it it would cover up a couple – well, it wouldn't cover them up. It would extend into little cubbies, one of which has some some pretty decorative crap in it. And I would have had to right. block that crap or move it or something. <laughs> she didn't want to do that. Look, hey. Uh, That's do the you whole have, reason. Yeah.
0: Do you guys have a projector? No. They, yes. No, I'm telling you, you're like you're old school <laughs> like me. I mean there's, there's nothing like watching a film at stupid 24 frames per second on an old – you know, projected screen. I have a screen that drops down to the ceiling. So I don't worry about none of the stuff uh, behind it. It just, it
2: just yeah, we painted <laughs> a, we painted a wall, uh, but we have a good, we have a really good DLP projector for the basement. That, yeah. Um
0: That
2: uh, I was going to paint know, we'll the
1: walls.
0: Mm-hmm. I was going to paint the wall, but then, then I was told that, well, now we can't put anything there. So it got a big, and I'm like, okay, well, we'll just get one of those. Cause it's like $150 for the, Dropped yeah. for, it does it a yeah. little Look, motor and everything the
3: women mm-hmm. in our lives they've got ideas okay and they, yeah. they get, yeah. and,
0: they're, and they're valid
3: and they're totally valid and those cubby holes with cute little trinkets boy those matter i'll tell you what eh,
2: whatever. <laughs> <laughs> i think what i what i might have to do is um go to best buy and slowly buy and return ever-increasing <laughs> size tvs
1: <laughs>
0: slowly so that approach. she doesn't yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's always a good a idea to, yeah, yeah it's yeah. always a good idea to make your fiance or spouse or wife to make them feel like they're going crazy yeah That's maybe, always <laughs> that always was, ends well is
2: our tv always that big yeah, yeah.
1: Know,
3: why yeah. is this yeah. why is this remote got the power button on the
2: left side
0: <laughs> right yeah.
1: she'll start to notice okay little matrix things. yeah I love
4: while, it. while yeah. we're completely uh off subject but right <laughs> we're, we're it's a movie podcast yeah um I noticed, I think I noticed that Scott Johnson watched, uh, rewatched one of my favorite movies this week, and that is Open Range. Yes, I did. Okay. And. Uh, I just want to ask like, I, I've seen it so many times that I, you know, it's not really, I, I,
2: obviously I love it. Is that, but I just is to that ask the you, one with Costner's uh, derpy hat? Is that? Uh, yes. <laughs> yes.
3: Yes. For, for only a second. Most of the movie is hats fine, but there's a hot minute where it's all misshapen. Yeah. And I don't know if they just didn't notice in editing or something, but.
0: Same, so <laughs> so same so year so as the Matrix Reloaded in Revolution, yeah. by the way. Yeah, same exactly. Year. 2003.
4: Yep. So I just yeah. want to ask you uh still holding up for you dumbledore still a good bad guy all that 100 <laughs>
3: percent holding up for me that movie's amazing it's one of my favorite westerns it's also maybe my favorite thing he ever directed uh mm. and uh i forget how good uh robert duvall is he's amazing in that yeah. movie. So good. Love it's duvall. an incredible mm-hmm. film i i i know for some it's a little bit of a slow burn at the top that's part of why i like it um it just doesn't. It takes its time to get where it needs to go, and it just tells a great story. I forgot Diego Luna's in it, and he's also amazing. It's just a great movie. I, it's on yeah. Prime till the thirtieth, so there's still time if people want to see it. But don't let that don't sleep on Open Range. That's an that's an like, amazing one.
4: You know, north. he he only directed three films, and uh, this was the one where he said he will never direct another film mm-hmm. because he had such a hard time getting it produced. Yeah, and uh, like I I have the special edition i've watched you know the documentary the making of uh the document it's a remarkable making of documentary it's the only one i've ever seen where a filmmaker openly hates on other filmmakers yeah like oh, yeah. oh wow like, yeah he was oh he was ruined by open range yeah and, open, and, open uh, range and was a, anyway i just want to say i think my favorite movie he directed is the postman i think it's just did he direct the post I Still need to I still yeah. need to see that
2: He didn't direct that. Well, no, you know, I'm waiting for FilmSec to to watch that one. Okay, I'm going to force it it. on you, Brian Ives. Yeah, yeah. Hold, jam the postman down our gullets.
0: We have to watch Postman. There's no question. But isn't isn't that one of those three hour epic movies?
3: It's pretty very long.
0: Um, Let's see. I can tell you. Don't I complain enough about that for y'all not to bring that to the table?
3: (laughs) (laughs) Not near enough. You got (laughs) to complain more. Uh, Here it is. Time total running time. Oh no, there it is. Two hours fifty seven minutes. It's long it's three hours three hours don't
0: yeah. don't let that three minutes fool you that's uh, that's three hours <laughs> yeah.
3: that's three and a half for me because that's about how long yeah. the extra half hour of caption capping stuff to yeah get. yeah uh it's uh you got to see it you have to see it
2: yeah 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 i've had opportunities to see it that i said i'm not going to yeah. watch it because i know we're going to watch it for home sect eventually so
0: yeah do um, they do they answer the question of how many times he rings is it <laughs> is it that kind of a movie is it really twice? yeah because yeah. this this movie didn't answer any questions the matrix it so just had a lot of questions no answers i
3: it's, think he uh, just had two his eyes were always bigger than his stomach uh a very ambitious you know to make something so huge and so epic that he it gets away from him and it's unfortunate that's why i think open range is so great because it's not that it's yeah it's just like hey i made a great western <laughs> and i didn't have to you know, I don't have to try to convince you all that we're living in a post-apocalyptic yeah. world with with a single no, postman.
4: No, like the you can sum it up in one in one sentence, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, in the in the free range west of Montana, there's going to be a gunfight.
1: Yeah, mm. that's, that's it. it. That's the whole thing. There's a simplicity. It's going to be it. a gunfight.
3: Yeah. That's what I like. It's the simplicity of like that's life, and here's what we're going to do, and they're going after our cattle, and we got to stop them. And I don't know. Is there real
0: purity so- to it? Did they did they use uh, like the CRT green palette in that as well? No, no, they did not. Right No. Okay, it's a beautifully
3: Uh, shot movie, too. It's really
0: really I I
4: have. I still have hopes. I've said this before. I still have hopes that Kevin Costner will take the Clint Eastwood track. (laughs) Clint Eastwood has steer
0: this ship back.
4: Clint Eastwood has made a series of old man movies, and there's a new one that's out right now. Yeah, if you uh, not getting very good reviews either. No, but if you if you uh, want to see Lawrence in it, nope. If you want to see brand new Clint Eastwood movie uh, at home, just subscribe Mm -hmm. to HBO Max until October seventeenth. And uh, I, I'm like, I'm over it. The mule is what put me over. I was like, oh, I loved Gran Torino, and then the mule. I'm like, oh no, I don't like this anymore. And so, like, I can't imagine that Cry Macho is any good. But I want Kevin Costner to do that exact thing, please. Yeah. I can
3: if look if Cry Macho doesn't end with a small light breeze blowing him off a porch then I'm not going to watch it because
0: <laughs> off his stool
1: yeah <laughs> he'll say Wee-hoo.
3: um Costner though I I you guys know I'm a
0: Died yeah. in the wool, Costner fan. So yeah. anything For, you say, uh, he should have been. He should have played the architect in Part Three. That's what he should have. Sure, yeah. why not? Very interesting. A drip a Colonel Sanders
2: beard and put him in his. Oh, suit, that's yeah. so
0: hilarious because that's the first thing I wrote down wherever he met the architect in Reloaded. Was I thought? Oh, I didn't know the Colonel. Also made the Matrix as well as delicious Kentucky <laughs> right. Fried Chicken. Yeah. How yes. many herbs and spices did he use to make yes, those exactly. people?
2: The, you're the sixth iteration of these eleven herbs and spices. <laughs> that <I> used, so. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um,
3: and not, also, don't don't sleep on Yellowstone. And if you've never seen it, the High-W- Highwaymen that came out in 2019 on Netflix with him and
4: Woody Harrelson, I, amazing. I'm movie. sorry, this now seems like a fight. Like, Scott is like, no, we're going to talk about this. We're and talking, about, away, like, we're talking no. about Kevin. <laughs> this is Kevin's
3: time, damn it. All right. Hey, guys, I want to talk to you about getting better help in your life. You got to ask yourself sometimes, uh, you know, what are the things that get in your way in life? What stops you from being happy? What prevents you from achieving the kinds of goals that you want to achieve in your life? Well, good news. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. All right, you can start communicating in under 48 hours and you connect in this really safe and private online environment. It's very, very convenient. Never going to have to have a single foot in that uncomfortable waiting room. Nobody likes it there. I don't like it there. Do you like it there? Nobody does. They can help you with all sorts of stuff. Depression, stress, anxiety, sleeping issues, trauma, uh, self-esteem, anger, grief. What are you dealing with? Well, they got you covered. And everything you share is confidential. They're Committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches. So it's easy and free, by the way, to change counselors if needed. They want to match you with the right, uh, the right therapist. BetterHelp is available for clients worldwide, and they're awesome. Start living a happier life today. Get ten percent off your first month at BetterHelp.com/slash/filmsack. Join over one million people who have taken charge of their mental health. That's BetterHelp.com/slash/filmsack for ten percent off your first month. Thanks, BetterHelp. We can do clips now, though. Should we do clips? Let's do some clips. We should totally do clips.
0: I agree. What are we going to do it from, though? The postman? What are we doing? Uh, it's are for, this from? one will be from the Matrix know. Reloaded. Uh, okay, good
1: plan. Clips, good yeah. plan.
3: So yeah. here they are. Let's start with some techno Technobabble. Uh, who knows what this means?
1: Patch the main AC to the hard drives and stand by to broadcast.
3: A lot of hard drive re- uh, references in these uh-huh. movies. Because back then, you know.
2: Yeah. It's funny man. because everybody on the Nebuchadnezzar still looks like they're using a HyperCard stack <laughs> to operate yeah. all the functions.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Yep. They got the to computers eat them. gave them computers, but they didn't want to give them any smart machines. Yeah.
3: Right. So <laughs> yes. um, let's see. There's something about seriousness here. Let's see. What's this?
1: A strategy is still being formulated. I'm sure it is. Oh,
3: just so serious. like <laughs> I know it. I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. <laughs>
2: yeah. Oh, that guy, by the way, um, Locke, uh, what, uh, what's her face's new boyfriend? Yeah. Is, um, I think he's the guy who does a lot of the announcement stuff for NBC or ABC coming yes. up on the blacklist. Uh, oh, really? <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah.
3: yeah. He's in, uh, he's in Man of Steel. Harry, Harry Lennox. Yeah. 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 He's in all sorts of stuff. Ooh. Yeah. And I really love his, uh. Don't mess with Linux a missionary one. man song that he
2: used to sing. <laughs> um,
3: here's, uh, here's looking for Neo.
1: I'm looking for Neo.
3: All right, so there's that. It's just a quote <laughs> there. Um, here's some fun kung fu
0: sounds. There's a lot of that in this movie. Yeah, there is. so luck. much of jerking sheets around. Yeah.
2: <laughs> that... Uh... Yeah, that side of beef is really getting hit in the. Uh, <laughs> hey, Ibbot, when you were doing,
3: when you were driving Lyft, did you ever have to have a fight like that? Uh, the, the one twin and Morpheus in the car, that kind of like.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, behind, <laughs> yeah. The scene behind me. They, and, they, yeah. they train you for that. You
3: got to like be able to fight in the that's front of the car. Keep,
2: that's why I keep a katana right there on the dashboard. <laughs>
3: nice, smart, <laughs> smart, very smart. All right, too many names.
5: Niobe.
2: Captain
3: Niobe.
5: She used to be with Morpheus. Now she's
3: with Locke. And what happened?
5: Morpheus went to the Oracle. After that, everything
3: changed. This is too many people. It's like, Morpheus Yeah, Naomi. you can
4: cut 80% of the extra characters out of this movie. And it, you just make it better. Yeah,
3: I kind of agree. Mm-hmm. Short, shorten up your list a little. Uh, okay, somebody doesn't want to hear something. Let's see what this is. I don't want to hear that shit. Oh, it's Locke. He doesn't want to hear that. So is that the guy? Uh, There's
4: the voice again. I don't want to hear that shit. Is he your ABC, NBC mm-hmm. guy or whatever? Yeah, okay. we think so. We think that's the, that's the thing and, that. and I just want to adjust something I just said. Do not cut Randall Duck Kim as the keymaster, the keymaker or whatever.
3: <laughs> so oh, he yes, was great. that was a,
0: that was such a fun character. That was a fun.
3: Character. Agreed, keymaker, not keymaster, because then Gozer no. gets
0: involved. Yeah. yeah, sorry. Yeah, you don't want to get the Ghostbusters. Don't in get there. Gozer in here.
3: Um, yeah, no, he's. I forgot to mention him, and also him just getting yanked through the through the freeway by Morpheus, like getting thrown up over yeah, the top of the yeah. car and. Flying through the air over the giant exploding semis, just great. Wee.
0: That was awesome. I love how, but I did, I did love how he, how he ran when he, when they finally got him out of that little room, his little key room when they yeah. first found him. Yeah, and he's like, "I'm out." Yeah, <laughs> he kind of like <laughs> he, he got real panicked.
3: Uh, yeah. Well, let me ask you out. this. See, that's another problem though. He's he gets all shot up from the door, you know, shutting the door, and then he's yeah. standing there, and realizes he's got all these bullet holes, and he falls, and now he's actually in pain. Do the Matrix programs have pain?
0: Because that doesn't so make sense to me. They're yeah, they're programmed to love, I would think so. I don't know. Are they programmed to love? I don't know. I don't get I don't that. Know.
3: Like if they're even the humans that are in there are making no faces because they I, know I this would is say fake. that
0: they would have to at least exhibit expressions of pain to keep the magic alive for the humans uh, to put you know, put on face, I would think.
3: Yeah, but in this case he doesn't need are you saying he has to because it's
0: programmed to? Is programmed. It's okay. like is it's a reaction, maybe. I I don't know that. I'm just saying. Like I said, I did not go out and read anything about deep matrix theories or anything. Just what I thought while I was watching it. All right. Well, here's mm. here's Angry Guy Locke.
3: I don't care about oracles or prophecies or messiahs. I care about one thing: stopping that army from destroying this city. And to do that, I need soldiers to obey my orders.
4: Wow, he's pissed. He's pissed. Man. But right. Yeah. Obey yeah. my orders and this subplot doesn't go anywhere does it no like well, we, we maybe in three we but. establish that one way and we survive the other way and we die and then uh eh, we kind of end up both yeah like it doesn't right. really yeah yeah that doesn't
3: I go anywhere know. maybe three has a big resolution for that i just don't remember how that goes in three. i don't think you it, don't it does hmm. well we'll find out because we're you know we're going to do that on the show everybody before the december oh, no uh hours. thing we're going to do it uh, here's uh, Zoe from Firefly for her hot second on screen.
1: Good to have you home, Link. You be careful with her.
3: Huh? Yep, that's all you get from her. Uh, What's her name? Uh, hold on, I know it. Ru- uh, oh,
0: eh. please don't have sex in front of the kids. Thank it's you. A cool,
3: like a you can do it. Uh, shit, it's like a name you would have if you yeah. lived in
4: a little bit, Cuba. a little bit of a Hispanic last name. Yeah, like a Cuban name. Okay, uh, you're, you're you're headed there.
3: Rosio O'Donaldson.
4: Nope. 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 Uh,
3: Sabrina Maria Von Treacle Pants.
4: I don't know. Starts, starts, with, a, starts with a G.
3: Hard oh, G. Gina. G. Gina. Um, Gina Perez. <laughs> Gina Rosette. Rosie.
1: Gina. Hold on, Gina
3: Davis. No, Gina. Chit. Gina. Chit. Uh, give me the first name, first letter, the last name. T. Torres. Gina Torres. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Oh, God. That was was painful. Painful. All right. Here's Morpheus (laughs) being crazy.
1: Morpheus
3: is crazy. No doubt. (laughs) Oh, wait. They were just talking (laughs) about it. No doubt. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No doubt. All right. This is Zion. We all know this line.
1: This is Zion. And we are not afraid.
3: And we're about to As he rubs his nipples. Yep. They're rubbing his nipples. Get that song going. (laughs) Let's get out there. such a good song you
2: you should still be a little afraid because the machines are coming in 72 hours and you could do i don't know maybe the the three amigos uh trick and actually (laughs) train everybody how to fight when the machines come (laughs) for the next
0: 72 hours Uh, i like that you made it the three amigos
1: trope
2: yeah
0: i
3: agree you know what? Three Amigos strikes me as a movie that even though we rarely do comedies, I feel like we
0: got to do Three Amigos at some I point. Feel, Yeah, I feel like we could at least, yeah. Didn't we do Three Amigos? There. No. no, okay, that's
2: one I thought no. we'd no. have. No. no. All right. No.
0: But we should. Doesn't it feel like one we'd do? It does. Mm-hmm.
2: We've seen a plethora of movies and yeah. we haven't
3: seen <laughs> Three Amigos. Oh, uh, Nicely done. All right. I Hate Sleeping says morpheus i hate sleeping okay that's all that was just him hating sleep yeah, i hate sleeping <laughs> all right great um every time i do i fart in my sleep that's right uh here's this says no point i don't know
4: what this is no
2: point <laughs> old men like me don't bother with making points
4: there's no point Dude. good
0: point <laughs> Dude. okay no point and no point 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 no point
3: that guy is in i think he's a star trek connection isn't he it's got to be the the old uh, counselor guy
4: yes please stop pre-empting all right, all right. Star I Trek
3: won't do Trek it now but the minute I saw him I went oh you are in Star Trek for sure there's no way you're not all right uh, why did you allow oh I don't know what this is
2: why did you allow
3: the Nebuchadnezzar to leave oh he's just so upset and also it yeah. sounds like he messed up and they kept it in listen to that again why yes. did you allow the Nebuchadnezzar to leave and there's something about the K'nezzar part that got weird
2: Nebuchadnezzar <laughs> yeah. the that was I the mean, moment I, I that look, was it's the... got a D in there but you don't have to pronounce the D Nebuchadnezzar, no. just
4: say it fast that was the moment when they all realized oh we should have given that ship a better name
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, here's a fun line you do not truly know someone until you fight them you do not truly know someone until you fight them
2: because yeah, yes uh, it was thing, a pointless, yeah. unnecessary fight before you meet the Oracle.
3: Right. <laughs> How do you meet the Oracle? Well let's see. You gotta travel over there. Okay, what's next? You got a unnecessary fight and then right. yeah. fight me. <laughs> then you go to sit and talk to her and she gives you candy. Done.
2: Find a park bench. Yeah, tart and tiny or Mike and Ike. I don't know what those uh were they supposed to look like <laughs> the red pill?
3: <laughs> I, I was curious about candy. that. Yeah, they should have made it could've green. Or something. Tootsie Roll. Yeah, it could have been. But they should have made that candy a different color than red or or blue. So that yeah. people don't go, oh, it's like a blue
2: pill. And a different shape. I mean, it was, yeah. it was, it looked like a night that you wrapped in a little bit of foil.
4: Yeah, <laughs> she's a good actress, yeah. though. And and also, by the way, that was precipitated by a total red herring. Why why'd they send him a spoon? It it meant nothing. It did nothing. Mm. It was That's to it mean.
3: was purely to say, hey, remember this in the Matrix? Remember this?
4: Yeah, yeah. right. yeah. That was it. Uh,
3: okay, I got some clip. I got a clip here of Ibit on his prom night. Wow, this is crazy. <laughs> we never get these. Um, when Emmett's prom date asked him to uh, touch her boobie this is what you said I'm a little surprised because I figured you were down to clown but this is what you said (laughs) in response to this girl who said please touch my boobie Brian Emmett and you said no I can't do that I won't you have to
1: She's. she
2: sounds old was she older or what was her deal no she wanted me to do it in front of my other prom date and oh. uh, really, make it, really make it believable and uh, I'm a gentleman you
1: have yeah.
0: to All now right. kiss me now kiss my There's, lips
4: you could have you could have had a whole elongated thing there right it's like uh, are, is he going to go all the way with his prom date and yeah. then and then the oracle's like well he already has he are, he's already gone all the way just he has to figure out whether wh- whether or not he knows it or something yeah bullshit you have to decide if you right? why you
3: decided to go all the way yeah Right. the question isn't have you already done it you've already done it alright here's a great Smith vaping or vamping rather I love when he does this it's not vaping he's not vaping he's vamping right. enjoy I don't
1: fully understand how it happened perhaps
3: some part of you imprinted onto me something overwritten or copied it is at this point irrelevant what matters is that whatever
1: happened happened for a reason
3: he's so great
1: he is great
2: and and that voice, that affectation that he puts in that voice, especially when you consider he's Australian—is
3: that right? Yeah, he's Australian. Yeah, uh, and and
2: just came up with this incredible voice for this character that. Uh, yeah, right. um, He's so yeah, good. I love it.
3: Yep. yeah he's so good love him i don't feel but, like i see him in much now I, that bums me out what's he in these well, yeah days? and he
4: kind of he his presence kind of fades in this movie like two-thirds of the way through the movie he just kind of stops being a factor and we don't really visit him again
3: well he's in that
0: body so yeah he had a transfer yeah, so yeah. he's
3: got a transfer and i keep forgetting he was v in v for vendetta he was great in
2: oh v. right yeah yeah
3: which they the wachowskis um, wrote or L- lily or one uh, of them Whatever, one of them he did. Uh,
2: he did three things in 2020: Measure for Measure, Loveland, and Lone Wolf. I think probably a lot of um, a lot of Australian uh, things. Yeah, but he, was in, he was in Hacksaw Ridge, along with the uh, um, the architect, the actor that played the architect.
3: Oh, and that's recent 2016. That's
2: recent 2016. Yeah. Oh, he was the, also in the Mule, which yeah. we Mule, which we mentioned a little bit ago. That's
3: right. That's that Mule. Mel Gibson thing. I didn't see. I, I meant to see that. Um, Spider-Man yeah. Two was good in that, right? Spider-Man Number Two kid, uh, what's his name? Oh and uh,
2: uh, yeah, Andrew, Andrew Garfield. Garfield. Yeah. yeah. Garfield.
3: Yes. Uh-huh. Garfield <laughs> doesn't by, like Mondays. Way, eats lasagna. Yeah.
4: It's it's remarkable what a difference it is between saying Spider-Man Two and Spider-Man Number Two. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's
4: got a nice yeah. got a nice
3: ring to it. All right, here's a Mimi Me moment.
0: Yeah me 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 all right (laughs) i did like that me me me, me, more me yeah
3: or me um how about oh my favorite internet movement uh someone asked hey hey uh hugo weaving what's your favorite internet movement me too okay great (laughs) i will get behind it there buddy (laughs) um all right they actually did this i wrote they made Uh-oh. a bowling sound when they bowled the yes, Smith into other Smiths. Yes. Now I, I saw it. That is I egregious. That is egregious and horrific. That is as bad or worse than having uh Chewbacca, Chewbacca do the Tarzan yell. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. bastards. Don't ever do that. Don't have an actual sound. This is for this is for Looney Tunes in the forties. <sighs> not for movies <laughs> You don't do it now
2: right, right. nobody
3: in that audience is went just oh i'm so glad they added the sound of bowling pins getting knocked over yeah shit why am i so mad about this i seriously could punch somebody right now i
0: hate no, it no well, because it it's so right serious yeah. yeah this yeah. film was so serious i mean i i i a lot of time of my life to be serious about this movie and you want to give me bowling noises <laughs> yeah
2: It sucks. Yeah, the Wachowskis decided to let the Zucker brothers uh, work on that (laughs) section of the uh, the
0: film. You got the siblings
3: called the other siblings and said, look, guys.
2: (laughs) Yes, exactly. I
3: know you're busy with your reboot of the airplane series, but could you come over here for a minute and do this one thing for us? And they said, yes.
4: (laughs) I'd I'd say it was the Farrelly brothers. (laughs) Yeah, more like the
1: Farrelly's.
3: (laughs) I used to like the Farrelly's a lot. I guess that ended with Kingpin. That was my favorite Farrelly movie. Love that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, All right. Batman said to Bane Shut your hole, Bane. Before I put you in one. That's cool, Batman. Very nice. Shut your hole, Bane. Shut your hole, Bane. Uh, we're here, here to car. see We're here to see the uh the Frenchman. Yes,
1: we are here to speak with the Merovingian. The Merovingian.
3: Merovingian. Yes. Um all right, he has to go take a piss. I must take a piece. A piece.
0: <laughs>
2: a piece of cake?
3: Yes, piece piece of cake. Uh, crotch cake. All right, here's the uh, the lipstick uh, deal.
0: How about the lipstick? Lipstick? Lipstick?
3: <laughs> lipstick? I may have edited that a little, just a tiny.
4: <laughs> oh, it didn't. I didn't pick up on that it was edited. That's what it. I thought that's what the movie was. There was only
3: a little bit of stuff in between, and I just thought it was too funny to hear him say lipstick over and over, like this shorter one. Lipstick? <laughs> lipstick? <laughs> lipstick? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I love that so much.
0: Oh, you mean on
2: my
3: pee Yeah, my wiener.
2: You my jerk burger?
3: Here's a quick yes from uh, from Link. Yes. All right, that's cool. And uh, what's this? Yes. Oh, uh, this was a weird. Do you guys remember this scene? Check this out.
1: Tonight is not an accident. Mm.
3: Oh, weird. What? what, what happened? <laughs> yeah. <Nice>. Oh no. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why I can't help it, you guys. It's a problem. I got a. I got a condition. Uh, finally, someone made it. I am the architect. I created the Matrix. I've been waiting for you. Mm, he's cool, man. That guy's cool.
4: He has weird uh, walls yeah, on why, him. No. But why do we have the whole like uh, 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 Max Headroom walls of yeah walls of TVs
0: to represent Yeah, to represent the possibilities of what Neo. No. Yeah, but there were way more to, than right? six. Well, they were way more than and six. And they yeah. were all
4: talking like uh moving portraits in
2: Harry Potter. It's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. Well but know, he was
0: they, he was they, planning they, on that many.
2: They were <laughs> at some point, and then other points they were all synchronized perfectly.
0: <laughs> well that's what okay, yeah. so what it made that's me. because think they all said the same thing, right? Well that's true. Yeah.
3: But but the point is like he was supposed to it was supposed to show well the choice means you could go all these different ways. And and that's what they were trying to say there, right? And my favorite mm-hmm. way was yeah, the screen where he was given a hard burn, like a seventies knuckle Yes. Yes. just going uh, like this in the camera. And I tried to capture it. It went too fast. But Keanu Reeves throwing a hard bird like that. Great. Mm-hmm. It's great. love it. Mm-hmm.
2: He does it in the first movie, too. As a matter of fact, in the, in the oh, same yeah. room, mm-hmm. in basically the interrogation room at the beginning, where you actually see all those TVs, too. Oh, right.
3: Oh, right.
0: All but right. His, his best is Constantine. The Constantine burn is the is the best. Yeah,
2: bird. right. Was that it's a double bird. bird in Constantine or still just No, a single it was bird?
0: just you just had to see his his face. It's all mm-hmm. wet and he's just like, Ugh, there you go.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Keanu There's Reeves the gives the a good bird. He
3: does a good bird. Yeah. yeah. I don't get, he doesn't get enough credit for it you know he's handsome he looks great yeah. John Wick, he's got a
0: cool beard and hair they, but they focus better, they focus on his the martial beard. oh yeah, yeah right yeah. they focus focus on his martial arts skills too and it's just it's all about the bird
3: yeah it's all about the bird yo the bird bird oh, bird the bird is the word yeah. okay here's the uh, <laughs> this is the time for this it's time for the film Sack checklist. Uh, the Nebuchadnezzar, more like Nebuchadnezzar.
0: <laughs>
3: they blew it up like the A team van in the A team movie. They out. did.
0: Yeah. And I love yeah. how Morpheus mourned it. I was like, yes. He's doing like poetry and want. stuff or whatever at the yeah. end. There. But so everything blew up weird. Like I, I learned that you
4: could drive a motorcycle into a guard shack and make a 10 ton explosion yeah. of gasoline. Yep.
0: And then yeah. land like uh, uh, Black Widow, I guess. She <laughs> but like she was. Prior to the Black Widow, so that was her. Yeah,
4: yeah.
3: Black Widow owes yeah. her a, a right an apology. Mm-hmm. You owe me an apology. All right, moving on. That freeway <laughs> shit holds up. Check, and finally, the twins are OP. I stand by that. They're they're a little overpowered.
0: Yeah, they absolutely they absolutely are. Yeah. And the only reason why they're not is because I feel like there is a maybe a cooldown or a. Uh, something that slows down their transfer rate because they don't seem mm. to more They can't
2: ghost all the time. Yeah.
0: Yeah. They can't ghost as quick. They got like a little cool down for a second. Yeah. So, uh, video game not thinking. Impossible to beat. I like it.
3: I like it. Yeah. Uh, let's get to the, uh, the Star Trek connections. There are at least a couple. I know of one. So, Randy uh, regale us with these names.
4: So, yeah. Uh, we don't usually call out uncredited actors, but this one just kind of struck me funny. In, uh, in Matrix 2, there's an actor named Marcus Young who plays uh, – uh, the character is named Merovingian's Thug. Wow. All, All right. right. That's, that's I guess that's a character name. Sure. Mm-hmm. But uh, in the J.J. Abrams Star Trek reboot, he played Burly Cadet.
0: <laughs> there's the Burly again. That's yeah. the second time yeah. I've heard
4: Burly this week.
1: Burly yeah. Cadet. Yeah. Just, just imagine
4: you're getting cast in these incredible big movies and you're – uh, what, what were you? Burly Cadet. Yeah.
3: yo burly cadet your time's on stage get out here
4: how about yeah, the maybe old guy? That explains was... the burly brawl.
3: Yeah, no kidding. What's the so old guy's our... name? Who's that dude? The counselor guy? Is he somebody? Right?
4: Hold on, hold on. Our our uh, new uh, deadly agent was played by Matt McComb. That's Agent Thompson now mm. in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, he got a stunt double credit mm-hmm. in Star yeah. Trek: The Next Generation, and I was he like, looks like a stunt double. This guy, this guy who was Agent Thompson, is stunt double, and so I looked into it. He was Jonathan Frakes' double in the nice. Next Generation. I can see oh. that. Oh weird. That's cool. Yeah. Anyway, mm-hmm. um Scott wants desperately wants to talk about Anthony Zerbe. So this is the the older actor <laughs> with the with like the commanding voice who played Counselor Haman in yeah. Matrix 2. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um he was Vice Admiral Darty in Star Trek Insurrection, which is my favorite unsung Star Trek movie. Um, in the in Insurrection, the whole story uh, is uh, is about these skin stretched old people who are willing to genocide their parents to get some life extending technology. And Ad- Vice Admiral Daugherty is this is the Starfleet admiral who fell for their scheme, oh, and he he yeah. uh,
1: he, yeah. he,
4: he keeps <laughs> pushing back on Picard and and Riker the whole movie. And then they eventually uh, he eventually finds out he was the sucker and. Uh, yeah, he's uh, this, is,
3: this is the one with F. Murray Abraham
4: in it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah F. Murray Abraham was the bad guy in this. Movie. Yeah, he's great in it. He's got yeah. the stretchy skin. Yeah,
3: now he has it naturally, but back then they had to do some makeup.
4: <laughs> I, and I am serious, Star Trek. I love Star Trek: Insurrection way more than I should. It's just that it's, it's that thing. It's, like a, every, it's a really, it's a really good
3: two-hour right? episode of Star Trek: The Next Generation, and that was a lot of people's problems with it was that it didn't feel like a movie; it felt like a TV show that had two hours, but I think it works in its favor. I like it. Mm-hmm. It's good. Nothing wrong with insurrection. I'm with you. Um, all right. Now we do what? Oh, we do We do the soundtrack grade. <laughs> i give it an A. That's it. Just an A. Mm-hmm. I like it. I'm huge on early yeah. aughts, late 90s, techno, and EDM, and I loved all that stuff. They The soundtrack is very eclectic. Um, let's see if I can find the the full list here. I was going to actually do this. Now I don't see it. Nah, crap. Well, anyway... Uh the, oh, here we go. Uh, you've got everybody from Rob. There's a really great Rob Zombie track in there. One of, I'm, I'm not even that big of a Rob Zombie fan. Uh, so there's a Marilyn Manson track that I can that I can stand. Deftones do a cool track in there. Oakenfield's great. Dave Matthews Band did a uh, When the World yeah. Ends cover or a uh, remix thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Juno Reactor love them. Rob Rob Dugan just a bunch of great like electronic focused uh performers, and I love that stuff. So big fan.
4: Loved and uh, Don Davis is our as our composer. Um, he kind of had a moment with these movies, yeah. right? Like, yeah. uh, I think The Matrix, the original one, leads to Don Davis doing the music for Jurassic Park 3, which is pretty good. This is not to be work.
3: confused with Don S. Davis, right? The actor who was in Correct. Stargate? Yeah. Okay.
4: Different guy. Yeah. Um, he gets a lot of work coming out of The Matrix and then disappears. Weird.
3: See, what's his deal? Do you think uh, uh, they had they had to have him shut down? What'd they do?
4: I don't know. I don't. I don't know about Don Davis. I. I, I don't. I think he was probably uh, flying above his maximum flight ceiling. Like he. Like uh, he just like didn't have it in him to become one of the great score makers of films.
3: Yeah, he he composed something for Tokyo Ghoul. What the hell was that? No idea. What that I don't was. know. Yeah, no mm-hmm. idea. Well, good luck, Don Davis. May you forever reign as Lord of the Matrix music. Moving on to our uh, uh, Twitter post. This is a little thing we do on the show where you guys, all three, you sum up the damn thing in 280 characters or less. That's the rules. Uh, The thing that is fluid is I can kind of choose who I want to start, and this week I think I'm going to switch things up and start with Randy.
4: The Matrix reloaded. Did you see all of that sex people were having? Now we have to watch part three, The Matrix Obstetric Ward. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> oh man
3: uh, uh brian dunaway oh did we lose oh, no. brian dunaway where's brian dunaway do we lose him he's muted brian we don't hear you brian dunaway oh, no.
0: you there hear no we can hear me. you now we can hear you okay yeah okay yeah hey what's your twitter post all right guess i i guess i shouldn't hit the mute button next time <laughs> okay I can hear you guys. Yeah, that's, what, that's, how, that's how that works, by the my way. Twitter
3: post. Yeah, go ahead. What's that? That's, that's how mute works, okay. by the way. If you hit mute, you can't. Nobody can hear
0: you. Oh, is it? Is that what it does? Yeah. Oh, I thought it made me a mutant. The <laughs> Matrix Reloaded. I must apologize for this. First, we fight with hands. Now feet. Now hands again. Okay, now you can watch the Matrix Revolution because oh, we know each other. Nice. I'm
3: actually really looking forward to it, if I'm honest.
0: Yes. Uh, then finally, Agreed. Brian
3: Ibbett.
2: The Matrix Reloaded. Yeah, That first one was good and all, but you know what it was missing? Politics, religion, and more talking.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. Uh, that's pretty much sums it up nicely done. Let's get to this here. Alternate title listing here that I got here. This was just handed to me. It was almost called Agent Smith Learns Conversion Therapy. Get it? Because he was yeah. you know, converting <laughs> yeah, people. Uh-huh. Or... Nintendo presents Link to the Past. Link, get it? Link? Uh, Link. Oh, Link. Yeah. yeah, it's a stretch, but I made it. Uh-huh. All right. Uh-huh. Uh, A quick email from a listener. This sent to us via email, filmsack at gmail.com. This person's name is John, and he says Dear Filmsack crew, I've discovered an old favorite of mine uh, currently streaming on Netflix, the 1993 Clint Eastwood film, In the Line of Fire. It has a number of tropes common faction movies of the era. A main hero with a troubled past, uneasy love interest that has nothing to do with the plot, a token black character, an honest cop who gets stonewalled by bureaucrats uh, or politicians who won't let him do his job, and a rogue CIA agent turned villain. Despite a pile of tropes, the film is masterfully executed and better quality product than the typical film sack choice with Wolfgang Peterson's direction, acting by Clint Eastwood and John Malkovich, and a great score by uh, Ennio Morricone, which I have totally forgot he used to do those. He did, he's done things other than spaghetti yeah. westerns. Uh, all repeated uh, subjects of previous Film Sack episodes. I also think Film Sack can appreciate the quality of the movie, which is generally overlooked in favor of more critically acclaimed Eastwood films. Keep Sacking John. Uh, yeah, we've, I we've loved talked that about it before. Yeah, I in, love a lot of movie. fire. Yeah, it's great. Mm-hmm. We just can never seem to get it streaming. I guess now it's streaming. We ought to try to slot it in. Um, I, I'm a huge fan
4: of that movie. It's great.
2: Yeah, I like that movie a lot. Yeah, yeah. it's very good. Um, you know, after October,
1: yeah,
4: <laughs> I I will watch anything with Gary Cole. If Gary Cole is in something, I will watch, <laughs> yeah. and I'll watch it. I've I've probably seen it In the Line of Fire ten times mm-hmm. because of Gary Cole. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Wait, mm-hmm.
3: where did, who did Gary Cole play? He's the. Um,
4: he's just he's just a guy. Like it's not a. Right. I mean, John Mahoney is in that movie, and he, you know. Oh, uh, it's,
3: it's not.
2: It's yeah. not important. Oh, it's Gary just, Cole, dude,
3: uh, the the uh, Birdman attorney and law guy. Um, uh, he's in yeah. the Veep. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah Birdman
2: and uh, uh, Brady space. Bunch dad and the the new movies, the remakes.
3: Oh, I didn't know that. Is that true? Office
2: Space, yeah.
3: Yeah. Weird. I knew about Office Space, but he's in a lot of shit. Okay, he busy. is. busy. Holy yeah. crap! He stays very busy. Well, anyway. Let's not, Why not that? Let's get. Oh yeah, October. We can't because ha- yeah. Halloween month is bad. Yes, yeah.
4: October is coming. Yeah. yeah.
3: Well, if it hangs around, oh my gosh, Fred Thompson's in that. Dylan McDermott. Yes. Yes. renee anyway. Russo, like you said, uh, Fraser's dad. Let's see uh, who else. Oh man, so many good actors. All right, we're watching that. uh Wolfgang <laughs> peterson I, Have we ever seen? um We saw Enemy Mine. An outbreak, right? You oh, no, outbreak? we haven't seen Outbreak. Air Force One, that's the one we've seen with him directing. Mm-hmm. No, he's a great director. All right, I'm in. Sign me up. Uh, he's old. Woo, 1941. Yeah. 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 He's getting there. Uh, good luck to him in his final waning hours.
1: <laughs> <laughs> nice. Jesus, nice. <laughs> That's terrible
3: to say. Uh, all right. So that's uh, not what we're watching next week, but we will get it on the list. So thank you so much, John. And if you've got f- emails, you'd like to send us film sack at gmail.com. Our next film, however, will not be
4: that it will be what Randy alien three.
1: <gasps> Ooh. I'm so excited. And,
4: uh, I just want to apologize a little bit. We set out this Funny. thing. We, we, we spaced out the alien movies Uh, months ago and uh, Alien 3 has been in this spot in our schedule and it's kind of not streaming anywhere obvious right now Yeah, but it's available it's in a lot of places you can get your hands on this and I think enough people just have the movie that we we can proceed Mm -hmm. I agree Mm
3: -hmm. Uh, and And, it's uh, super rentable anywhere for three bucks you know
2: exactly and if we make you buy a copy it's certainly not the worst thing in the world
3: no oh it's not even the worst alien movie in the world so no no. in my opinion so far uh, from it yeah Yeah. so i'm excited because this is uh this is how i will feel when we get to the third matrix movie i love this follow-through we're doing right now on a couple of big genre uh series Mm -hmm. and this is one of those and
4: and i'm not saying it's unavailable like if you've got fubo you can watch it if you've got amc plus added to your amazon prime you can watch it Mm. you know like it's 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 out there yeah
3: you'll get it it's a thing it exists uh, so that's the next week. That's, uh, uh, that movie, alien three.
4: It's a, it's a space, which, which is actually stylized alien to the third. I've always found oh, that. Oh yeah.
2: Universe. Yeah. Oh, right. They raised the three. Yeah. Super, um, super script. Yeah. yeah. Very, very
3: nineties kind of thing to pull off. Uh, but yeah. also, uh, you know, it's a uh, an early David Fincher joint, and there's lots to say yeah. about what this movie is. So we'll get to that next week, right here on FilmSack. In the meantime, Filmsack.com is our website. You're welcome to go there anytime and find all our old episodes, even all the way back to episode one when we did Crawl. Uh, that was back in 2009. We're old. Hey, mm-hmm. uh, what else? We're on Twitter at, at FilmSack, and you can find or uh, wherever you get us on podcasts, like whatever app you're using or service you're using. Why don't you just leave us a review there? It helps us gain rank and more people discover the greatest film podcast in the history of the world.
2: I think
4: three, three time winner of the podcast award in, oh, in our yeah. category. I
3: believe that is correct. Mm-hmm. I think yep. one of those times we found out before they were supposed to announce it because the kids <laughs> they
2: accidentally <laughs> fat fingered the PowerPoint. Yeah, yeah,
3: that happens. Uh, anyway, thank you all for listening. Thank you for being here. We'll be back next week with more, uh, for me, for Brian, for Brian and for Randy. Lipstick? We'll see you next time. (laughs) (laughs) This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. I must take a piece.
5: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's.